0: myself. Greetings and
2: salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. You're excited feel these nipples. That boy's good.
1: Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I
2: have a microphone
1: and you don't.
2: So you will listen to
1: every damn word I have to say. <laughs>
0: This is the Mike Rutherford Show
2: on the Big X.
1: Sportos, motorheads, geekbloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All
0: right, all right, let's go. It is Thursday, April 14th. It is the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM. You know it better as the big X, the biggest, Xiest sports radio station in this whole damn Ohio Valley area. Uh, We're here with you until 6 o'clock. We want to hear from you today. We've got plenty to get to. We've got football recruiting glory, Scott Satterfield, winning the fan base back one four-star after the next. At least some of them. We'll talk with Trevor Kelsey about that. Maybe has he been won back? We'll talk about that. We've got basketball recruiting news. We've got the baseball team kicking off a big time three game set in Tallahassee against Florida State tonight. And we've got Trevor Kelsey in studio eating Arby's for the second time in a 24 hour period. Should we be concerned about you right now, Trevor? That's how I'm going to start today's show.
2: I'm concerned that you don't pay attention. This is actually three days in our off at Arby's it's, it's on the show. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> yes.
0: <So laughs> it'd be concerning regardless. Yeah, it was
2: Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, day three. I mean, not. not don't think I had Arby's on Monday, but. No, I didn't have Arby's on Monday.
0: The fact that you had to think about it, one, that's concerning. (laughs) The most concerning thing about this to me is that it's not like you've just been raving about Arby's for the last two days. Yesterday, you were complaining about the roast beef being old with your exact words. (laughs) And yet here we are 24 hours later and we're eating Arby's once again in studio. How concerned should I be right now about this? This, this seems like a problem.
2: Not very concerned. The, the, I could tell the, the, this today's roast beef was much
0: fresher, which is
2: always a good thing.
0: But it's the fact that you went back after unfresh roast beef from Arby's. Well, it
2: wasn't like it, it wasn't bad. Like I've had bad Arby's roast beef from like a Flying J in the middle of like Topeka, Kansas at four <laughs> in the morning. You know, like. The, that that that's some bad Arby's roast beef.
0: It was bad. How bad does Arby's have to be to keep you away for more uh, than
2: a day? I'm curious how many people out there are going. That's a very specific details to something that could be maybe or maybe not random. It was. It, and it, I it, will uh, not say whether it was or was not I'm, random. not. I'm not going. I don't want to go down that. I'm not pulling that thread. Just some real people, man, eating some bad rope, Arby's roast
0: beef. Do you want to see me feed a pet mouse, a mouse to my side? <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> Giving this man no more red, no more ass. No more red cup.
0: <laughs> you're real. <laughs> oh, great scene. Great scene. Great movie. How was I? I know that typically on Thursdays, you are you're flying high because Wednesday night is your, your big night of the week. It's it AW was night. It was a big night last night. Huge cart. Overrun last night went past
2: ten o'clock. Sweet went to ten o two only. But mother still, of God, we had a, we had we had just awesome matches. A debut of former NBA draft pick on Gang the show. Gangrel did not show up. Sting <sighs> Toss did.
0: Orange Cassidy. Uh,
2: he's still injured. It's ridiculous, and he's probably a little bitter because Wheeler Udo left him and joined the Blackpool Combat Club. My God, Wheeler with with uh, with John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and William Regal. John, Mo- oh, I remember William Regal. William Regal, he's a bad dude. Yeah, he leads the co- he leads the Blackpool Combat Club. I
0: wanted John Moxley to be John Moxon, so he could be from Varsity Blues. That'd be a great wrestling character.
2: It could be, but his character's a little different than that. Okay, he's kind of a I'm going to beat you up, and I'm going to enjoy it with a smile on my face type wrestler. But you
0: enjoyed yourself last night, it sounds.
2: like. Oh, I had a good night. Uh, the storm, I'm sure we'll hear. I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to see how how the the Rutherford home held oh, up with the storm because it was a. I swear, I. I was telling this to somebody yesterday. I think we went like how many years without hearing a tornado siren? I know. And, and we now, it twice in three weeks, this whole
0: spring. I mean, it's. And I think this is the way it's going to be from now on. And it sounds been, like
2: it's been two times in, at least been through because the first one was during the tournament and it was I think was that Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight.
0: And that's when we lost power. It was the yeah. it was the first weekend. It was the it was the Friday night. The oh, first, was it, was it that long ago? Because okay. I had to go over to my parents' house the entire day Saturday, and that's where I, I watched tried, Baylor yeah. North Carolina over there working. You're
2: right. You're right. So yeah, it's what's so been you know a couple more than three weeks, I guess. But still, nonetheless, it's it's been more two twice and in a shorter time span and i think i've heard it in, in at least 5 years. i don't think i heard one in for at least 3 or 4 years.
0: now did like. you react to the storms at all? like no.
2: well <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, immediate like, dismissal. like,
2: like did, react like did i go cuz i have like i don't have a basement. The closest thing to a i guess a tornado room in my house would be my hallway bathroom cuz it has no windows, which can be very cramped when you have i don't even bother trying to get the cats. Animals, yeah. Yeah, i just go for the dogs. Um cats can fend for themselves. This, so, I mean, I, it, so I don't really go... I don't think the last... I, di- I didn't do it this time. Me concern is stop trying to watch... I I, I I cut off watching the movie I just started and watched it later on at night. And... Because I was... Inconvenient. Well, very much so. But it's okay. It was on Showtime anytime. So okay. Um, and it's not like I hadn't seen Footloose 100 times. But the fact was, was the storm started interrupting the, the teaching Chris Penn how to dance montage. And that's just... Oh, I mean... Man. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Have some respect. And really. Mother Nature. Also, how is this a town where no one can dance? Everyone has like looks like the backup dancer to thriller, like all of a sudden.
0: There's several holes in the plot. Yeah, we'll get into that. Neither here nor there. That's
2: stayed for hour three. (laughs) Five oh five. Yeah. So my version of concern is I stopped watching it, didn't go right into my wrestling, and I turned on your boy on WDRB (laughs) and watched his, his news report. Weinberg? Yes. That is like that's the way I show concern is by turning on to actually see where these storms are at.
0: It's more than you did last time, which is a step Well, last in the right time direction. I didn't have a choice
2: I had to because they interrupted every channel. <laughs> they
0: were, I mean they interrupted all the big ones last night. Like yeah. this was a and I did like going back and forth between You got a nice little yin and a yang thing going on with Mark Weinberg on DRB and Kevin Harnett on Wave. Because if you watch Weinberg for... I went to Wave. I just bounced between WLKY. I had to for my well-being, for my mental health. Because if you watch... And Weinberg, I think, is good. Like, he tells you exactly what... He's clearly passionate about the weather. Oh, yeah. He told told me to turn
2: it up, and he's going to go through this with us while we're in our our playroom,
0: yeah. It's a a joint effort. (laughs) And so he... But if you watch for an extended period of time, like 10 minutes with Weinberg is is too much because you're just (laughs) going to assume that not only are you going to die, everyone that you have ever known and loved is going to die as well. They're they're going to perish. When we wake up in the morning, there's going to be nothing standing here or in any of the surrounding counties. And so after what, you know, I'm, I'm kind of freaking myself out a little bit. And I, you know, I I would switch back over to Kevin Harnett on wave, who would give me a nice little more calming. This is what's going on. You know, Harnett's like, there have been 170 mile per hour winds located, like not confirmed, but to our South. And then you turn on like Harnett and he's like, these winds probably aren't going to top out at more than 42. Like, as of right now, at least in this part of the county and all. That. And it was nice. It, it was just a, a nice little best of both worlds. But like we. Good cop, bad cop scenario. It kind of was. It, it kind of was. But uh, we, the, the power did flicker like three times. The light flickered. And I was like, oh, please no. Please no. no. It is remarkable. I was texting with friends about this last night. How much things have changed as far as like how I feel about storms and nights like last night in just the last three years since becoming a dad. Like I used to love storms. Uh, I would, even if I, you know, we're going to lose power, it's not great, but whatever. Like, it's kind of a fun element to it as a kid like, going down in the basement. And, like, just I loved watching storms roll in. I loved following it. And now, this. Are you talking about
2: as a kid or in the. Tw- like, with, just right before and, like, you had kids? Even before I
0: had kids, it was different. Like, I, I didn't love when the power would go out, obviously, but, like, I didn't mind storms like this. I never really thought about it. Like, I just, it was yeah. like, eh, whatever. I got to stay inside. We'll watch the TV. And if we have to go to the basement, like, we, I, I just didn't care as much. But now. With the the threat of losing power, and more seriously, that that the gigantic tree that is behind us that I'm always just terrified is going to fall over because there've been like five huge trees fall over around our area since we moved into this house. Like I just I, I get like a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach when I know the bad weather's coming, and that's how I was like all last night. And we did go down to the basement for a little bit. John was asleep. Virginia was not, of course. Like Virginia's having the time of her life. Like she gets to watch the iPad. She's killing it. She's she's playing with toys down in the basement that she hasn't seen in a while. Like it was the greatest night of her entire life. But we did. My wife loved to point out, like she while she was getting John down, she's like, go ahead and get some stuff together to bring to the basement. Get some snacks. Get some some PJs for Virginia. Bring some extra diapers. Bring some water. Looks get like the a formula road trip to
2: go to the basement. I mean, you have to. I mean,
0: we, had, we, we brought like John's little pack and play so he could have something to sleep in if we had to stay down there for a while. The basement, not like a weekend trip to Jasper, Indiana. I mean, but it, you gotta have stuff down there if you're gonna be down there for a while. Uh, I mean, you've gotta have stuff. So we wake up this morning and she goes through the snacks that I had packed the night before, and it's like you know goldfish like crackers for her and then like two huge Reese cups at the very <laughs> edge. like i'm glad you brought the Reese cups down there like while we're scrambling to get stuff together but it worked out it ended up being fine <laughs> your, your your travel pack
2: sounds like the uh the group of when i was watching this is the end when they're going through their inventory it's pretty much what it was in <laughs> a milky way <laughs> it's, it, yeah
0: trust me those reesey cups would have been fought over if we had been stuck down there for three days because there's a tree on our house. I typically, we bought that Milky Way for after the party. <laughs> I mean, that's what it, ha- what it wound up doing. Like you know, I love those Reese Cups. <laughs> I want the outer part. Uh, but that was that was pretty much it. And finally, about like nine ten, we went up. But I did have a couple of friends who live in um, J Town, who I was very concerned about. Like I
2: do, I, I, I should reach out to them. You you remember I do that? Well, I
0: texted uh, my buddy Walsh, physical therapist of the Stars. And he like doesn't warrior. respond for like ten minutes. So me being a natural worrier, especially as since I've become a dad, like worry about everything now. I'm like, are you okay, man? Like everything good? And they had had a tree fall on their back fence, but nothing Ooh. terrible. But that. The image that's been going around—I think the Stone Creek neighborhood—is is the name of the like actual big tornado. It's a picture that's been kind of spread around social media today. I, I saw that's that, his neighborhood. Yeah. Oh wow, which is terrifying. And, I, and a couple friends in Fern Creek too, who were close to to stuff going on out there. Shepherdsville, I know, got hit, but hopefully everybody listening was able to to stay safe. No gigantic property damage. It doesn't sound like there were any bad injuries or, or fatalities from last night's storm. But still, when you see the images and you see the 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 aftermath this morning from some of the drone footage from the news stations, it's it was it was bad. Yeah, I was surprised. My neighborhood gets a lot of like branches and tree limbs, and because
2: every tree in pretty much in my neighborhood was planted when the neighborhood was built, like in the late 1940s. So a lot of these trees are, including the, the one I used to. Every house had two trees in the front, two in the back. I'm down to one tree in our house up front. It's I mean, it's it's on its last limb, no pun intended. Yeah. I mean, so I know where you get when you get to worrying this, uh I'm I mean, just, this tree
0: is huge. I'm have to show it to you.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll take your word. I mean, we'll, we'll go maybe yeah. uh, oak for oak on ours.
0: I mean, we if you're walking like seven streets down and you can like look up at the top of St. Matthew's from like, it's like it's. Clearly, the biggest tree, and it's it's old. The craziest things I ever saw with my tree, and I I
2: would love to get this tree taken down. But I mean, I'm sure you've looked into it as well with your situation. Well, it's not in our yard. It's in the field oh, okay. well, behind. It's us. also not cheap to bring down a tree, especially one of the size that we're both probably talking about. It's Insanely about. expensive. Yeah, I know. We were talking about
0: this today. It's like four thousand dollars to take down a normal size tree. Yeah,
2: and these these aren't mine. I know if yours is probably similar to mine is not normal. I was leaving one morning. This is when I was doing KRC, and we'd had. You know, real bad winter uh, ice storm uh, a couple like a year or so ago. Not bad, like you know, everything was shut down, but just really bad. And I was walking out the car, and literally just as I was walking out, I heard the crackle, and I look up. I'm wearing Seattle cracking <laughs> shirt. Uh, I heard this crackle. I look up, and when the giant branches over, like on this tree I'm talking about in my front yard, it overlooks the street. Just cracks and from the weight of the ice and just crashes down onto the street. Yeah. I mean, right in front of me. Sure. If I had been driving at that second and hit my car, it would have crushed my car. I was driving the priest at the time. I was like, man, that was just both insane and scary looking, actually. I had to you know, get my yard guy that, that does everything for me, my Mr. Hammy man. he had to pay him to go cut up the the cut it up and I had like this giant roll of logs in my front tree lawn. And I was just like anybody who wants, I mean, the notes says take if you want. You
0: know,
2: <laughs> I kid you not. Within like forty eight hours, the things were
0: gone. I believe I'm always shocked amazing. at the things that people will take.
2: Like I don't even know how they found it. I didn't post this. Just a note on the front of it. Like just people just like, randomly driving through the neighborhood and like
0: that's hey, what happens. Like, wood, wood. I mean, strap. I mean, I I was. It was one of the biggest eye openers that I had when I first moved into the house that we live in now. Because they have my old house. You know, my buddy owned it. And they also didn't have like put anything out there on trash day, like didn't pick it up. It was like, it was very much normal, like trash cans, recycling bins. But in St. Matthew's, like where we are, like they'll take anything. They'll like <laughs> the, the trash people will take anything, but usually it doesn't even make it to trash day. You'll put it out on Monday night. I mean, when we first moved in, we had like, some stuff from the, the, the previous owners that they, you know, they were like, you can keep this if you want, you can get rid of it. If you want, we're going to leave it here. And we kept some of the things, but there were some things that we wanted to get rid of. And it was like, you know, a coffee table with two and a half legs. Just like, you know, the, <laughs> the, the top is ripped up. Everything's gross. And you put it out there. And like five minutes later, I check, I look out the window. I'm like, oh my God, somebody just took that. It's, and probably, every- my it's probably my mom.
2: She's one of people.
0: <laughs> every time we put something out there now, like it's gone. And it's mostly people who are picking up. Metal and stuff to sell for, you know, for change. Like you'll see trucks coming by with all sorts of just debris in there, and I think that's what ends up happening. But it is crazy. Like sometimes, like we, I mean, we put like a giant ass recliner that was completely broken, and somebody took it.
2: There was a there was a, a span of time where my mom, if you put anything like office chair or table out in your tree, like your garbage area, my mom would find a way to snag it. Love like it was, it well was I mean, it's like we had, it was like a graveyard of, of like of those two items in my house for forever. Like, finally, she's gotten over it, thankfully. But then, she did, but her also other kick, which she'd take it and be like, I'm going to put it in a yard sale. Almost like a bad, like, addiction to yard sales, like pookie to crack. It's it's it really meant to be helped.
0: <laughs> now, one other thing happened last night that I, especially
2: when she sells my stuff without telling me.
0: No, oh, that <laughs> happened to me once. My mom sold all of my old WWF characters, which are oh. now worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Oh, I got a
2: buddy who sell, who collects those and resells them. He, Every,
0: wants I know. Play. I had, I had, and I had everybody. I had the ring. I had everything. Are you and talking about the the uh, the big rubber guys? No, no, no. The the, the actual action figures. Oh, okay. No, the, the big rubber ones. ones I played. had two of those. Those are the more expensive ones. Are including they?
2: Randy. Sa- There's a rare Randy uh, Savage that's worth like over like fifteen hundred bucks. I had Warrior and uh, Jake the Snake. Of those. (laughs) I had a bunch of those. Yeah, those might have been a little before your time, but
0: yeah. So one other thing happened last night that I need to address. And and look, I don't mind anytime you talk about your kids or parenting in general, like people are going to critique you and they're going, like even if you're just making jokes. You should hear when I get parenting advice. Well, yeah. I mean, you also. <laughs> <laughs> they don't
2: critique me. They call CPS. We
0: did that on air. I
2: had CPS hey. show up at my house and I was like, I don't need kids here. We listen to the Rutherford show. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we got a tip from We're our-
0: just making sure. We had the radio on today and we figured we'd just stop by just to check all of our boxes. <laughs> they were like,
2: we're not with PETA, but can we at least check in on your dogs? I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> so I, I say this knowing full well that people are going to judge and that's that's fine. So when things get especially bad, when when I get when we get especially desperate, you know, we let Virginia watch YouTube, like we'll put on YouTube and, and she likes watching the, which I, again, I had no idea this world existed until I became a parent, but there are all these videos of kids or adults sometimes playing with toys and like narrating the whole thing and, and like. Like you, robot chicken? No, 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 like, like, just like you holding a, an action figure over there and being like, "Hi, I'm Peppa Pig, and I'm going to the store today," and like doing that for five minutes, and then you 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 watch this and you're like, "How is this a thing?" And you go to the main menu and you realize they've got like 7.2 million views. Like people are getting rich doing this thing, and it blows my mind. But you know, like the standard YouTube, like the the sign in sign off, like, like "Hey guys, welcome into blah blah," and they end with, you know. Like, thanks for watching the video. Like, please like and subscribe or leave comments below. Like, thank you. See you next time on whatever. So, Virginia's watched these off and on for a while, and I'll, I'll, I'll freely admit, like, we do it when we're desperate. I get desperate a lot. I, I you know, desperate a lot. You watch these too every now? I mean, in the background, you can't not watch them. It's like there's one and. A small group of dads. It's called Toys Unlimited. The, the, the two people are Nat and Nessie. There's like a small group of dads driving around who are like, You're "Oh, I, I know, <laughs> I know, Toys Unlimited." Like I know what he's talking about. But it starts off by going Toys Unlimited, and so Virginia every now and then when she's playing, she'll be like, "Toys a little bit." Like she doesn't, she can't, she didn't pronounce it, but I laugh every time. So last night though, she's playing with her toys, and she's doing what she always does. Like she's very good at at playing. She like narrates the action. It's hilarious to listen to. She'll be like, "Minnie, can I have this?" Like, of course you can. So at the end of last night, out of nowhere, isn't that every kid playing from like beginning of time? Yeah, but she's two. Like like okay. the, the kids in her class, her teachers are like, nobody else does this in her class. Like she's has like own, like stories. And like they have conversation. They have dialogue. Like she's she's super into it. But in the middle of her playing with the toys last night, while we're we're weathering out the storm here, I hear her just be like. Thanks guys for watching the video. Please subscribe, like the hit the like button and comment below. And I was like, oh my God, this is the moment. We have failed as parents.
2: <laughs> wow it's probably, probably, well, yeah, there's, a, there's another moment you might want to avoid with the daughter as a parent, but yeah, I, mean, I was yeah. like, oh
0: no, I, Mary and I looked at each other. and We both were just like, oh my God, this is, this is the moment. This is the, we officially know that we fail. And like an hour later, she's doing everything. Like she's in her own YouTube video. Like she's got these tiny mini books that she loves reading. Cause they're like eight pages long. And she's like, today we're reading Minnie and Daisy go get, I'm like, oh no, no. So
2: is this like a modern version of us singing in, like singing to, like into, like uh, a pin, like we're like we're on stage or something. Or she does that too. So okay, y- well, I guess it, that's at least a, some things. Some things are timeless.
0: Yeah. So on one hand, awful parents, absolutely. There's there's yeah. no debating it. No no pushing back. No fighting it. We failed. Yeah, you said on that, the other hand, <laughs> we're like three years away from her launching her own YouTube channel and both of us not having to work again ever she's a future star there's no question around like hollywood kid that's why you keep having kids one of those kids hollywood kid and you don't have to work anymore this is the goal this is why you become a parent so i'm feeling pretty good about this we're going to keep developing these skills until she's ready to be unleashed upon the world and then you know i'll still come here and do the show but i won't have to i can just say what I'll, i'll cuss on the air freely all day every day because i've got the money to pay the fcc fines
2: i feel like you're going to start being more like me it's going to be great. That might be too much Trevor.
0: Too much. Yeah, you can, you can only have one Trevor. Yeah. That's key. I've already become like you half know, Trevor. We don't need
2: to overdose on this. <laughs> we don't.
0: But that was, yeah, last night that was an eye opener. I'm like, well, <laughs> we've definitely failed, but we might end up being successful down the line because of it. I love Let's how the, the
2: closing YouTube phrase of make sure to subscribe has become like common, like... For a common saying amongst a generation that please
0: like and subscribe, like and
2: subscribe. Yeah, because you, know, you hear everybody else the begging
0: of giving me like and subscribe but. like i knew she'd watched too much over the last year or so <sighs> i didn't realize that it had been just lodged in her conscience to the point where she was she's using the actual lines <laughs> and using them correctly in, in the middle of playing with her toys it's not great but that eh, could be worse we're going to get a video camera on her in about three years. She's going to be killing it. Sherry thinks there is one on her. She, she does. <laughs> She's a star. She's, she, she can't wait. Uh, we've got uh, – we're going to move on. And uh, no. after the break, we're going to talk about the uh, – say start the show. We've talked for 25 minutes already. But we've got big-time football recruiting news. Big time. Big time? Big time. Like Peter Gabriel big time? Peter Gabriel big time. Two – Players have committed to Louisville today. One transfer, one member of the 2023 class. Scott Satterfield, the Cali connection. Hashtag Cali to the Ville continues to roll on. I say one is Randolph. What?
2: So I can do my Randolph and Mortimer joke again. No. Oh, damn, no. Uh,
0: we've <laughs> you I forgot about my favorite. <laughs> I did forget.
2: <laughs> I'm probably going to forget that kid's name just because it is Mortimer.
0: <laughs> the first text that we got today, it was not Walker, Roush, and the boys trolling the show uh, again. They, I, I, got, I got responses from them again, too softball
2: yeah come on i, I think I, I gave roush the uh, the good old uh well it's glad that you can hang on to something since you haven't beat you well in basketball in over twelve thousand days it's
0: been a long time yeah long long time he said,
2: wasn't that the last time y'all school got within 30 of our football team too and i was like ha 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 shut up
0: it was pre-pandemic <laughs> that's my new go-to line <laughs> every time they're like well, why are we even talking about Louisville basketball we've owned you guys since cal i'm like well you haven't beaten us since before the pandemic,
2: even <laughs> baseball paints, people talk about like the dead ball era, we didn't even stupid. know what COVID was. It was post live ball era of nineteen nineteen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: pre pandemic might as well be pre three point line.
2: I'm still pissed about the Dodgers pulling Kershaw too.
0: By the way, you you texted me like last night. You're like, the was, more I think about I, yeah. it, the more upset I am. It was it stuck with you for a while. But I love the first <laughs> the first text we got today yes. was this, and I agree with this because we've had it now for, for the last two days. This is dominated. I know yesterday was an abbreviated show, but. Texture, I vote for no judge talk today. Let's be positive.
2: I can. I'm, I mean, as long as he, no one said anything about him, right? We can. We can be good with that. I don't
0: think there's anything new outside I mean, now
2: of if a texture brings him up. I, I we have to maybe exactly if it comes up organically, we, yeah. we'll
0: talk about what we got to talk about. But I, I, I typically agree. So we're going to talk about the football recruiting news coming up after the break. Before we do that, it's happening right now, folks. It's happening right now. The storms did not affect this. The Thorntons and Louisville Urban League mega hiring fair is going on right now. If you're in need of work or you just want a better job, this is the place to be. Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center at 3029 West Ali Boulevard. The job fair, the hiring fair is going on from three to six. Don't forget, if you make it out there, bring your ID. Bring your resume. They're gonna have onsite interviews. They're gonna have onsite job offers. We're talking management positions with competitive salaries. We're talking hourly positions, ranging between fifteen to twenty-five bucks an hour. We're talking competitive benefits packages, and we're talking fifty-dollar gift cards that you can have a chance to win just by showing up. Bring that ID. Bring that resume. Listen to the Mike Rutherford show while you're doing it. It's just going to impress your potential future bosses. Uh, again, Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center is where this is going down. Thirty twenty nine West Muhammad Ali Boulevard. It will be rolling until six. Just like us, we'll take a break when we come back. Football recruiting. Scott Satterfield is killing it. Has he won back the fan base over? And just how much of a safety net does that give him for the twenty twenty two season? We'll discuss that coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. I like
1: this. I oh, give me some good love. Somebody rocking out. Rockin That's all I need. I need. Oh, give me some good love. Somebody rockin', rockin I hate I don't know how I like it. I try when I can't fight it. Show yeah. oh, your
0: The fact that we were allowed to dance to the song at 7th and 8th grade mixers is mind-blowing.
2: Nobody listened to the lyrics. This has got to be the 90s version of Frankie Goes to Hollywood Relax.
0: Yeah, I I mean... In terms of like... But this is even more on the nose. I'm sitting there like, you know, dancing next to some 13-year-old girl while listening to this lyrics about... Let's be Frank. A guy getting a boner while dancing with a girl. I feel
2: a little poke coming through. On you. <laughs> On. Girl, I know you felt it. Boy, Boy you know I can't it. help it.
0: I, you give me a boner, I can't help it.
2: You know what I want to do, don't you? That implies
0: that I like to have sex. That's what. Uh, that's what erections mean. They mean I'm ready for sex. And you, know, my junior high. I know chaperones were like like, yeah this 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 is great music this is a great beat for the kids to dance to let those 13 year olds get out there they got to learn sometime about boners and dancing
2: i mean at least with relax while all the lyrics were lyric were literal you could like be just ignorant about it granted just america was the only one like even even like over in europe they like banned that song
0: yeah i mean like afternoon delight you have you read between the lines you you know know what they're talking about but it can be
2: this is like on the nose as you can, well, I mean, maybe on something else. But, I mean, there's, there's no, like, dancing
0: around next is too close. Next didn't exactly. It is next, but not boys to men. It mind. is next. I knew that one. I knew this one. Did not know Shy yesterday. It's I know right. next. Next, didn't, they weren't exactly masters of subtlety.
2: No. Far from it, yeah.
0: They weren't the Picasso painting with subtlety all over the place. It was It was pretty straightforward. I've got a boner. You gave it to me when we were dancing. I know you feel it. <laughs> What do, you well, ta- what do you think? What do you want to do about this?
2: Yeah. <laughs> your your move.
0: There's only two ways to make this thing go away, and I'd prefer option one. If you want it to be option two, we're probably going to have to stop dancing. That was the whole message of the option song. Option two, I'm probably going to the bathroom. <laughs> and thirteen-year-old Mike Rutherford was like, "Yeah, I, I get this. I feel this. <laughs> I, I feel this guy's pain." This is a song that speaks directly to me. I'd like to dance to this. I
2: mean, it's right there with Christian being like, you can rub me the right way.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. at least that, that was... That was pretty
2: direct, too, though. I mean, that was, was...
0: It doesn't lay it out nearly as much. It's just, it's one line that is laced with entendre, I... but... Like, like, purposely so. Like, they they kept it. I mean, very, very wealthy people wrote these songs specifically so that they couldn't be pinpointed for being explicitly sexual. This one, they were like, to hell with that. We're going to tell you exactly what we're doing here and what this is about. I
2: didn't actually really – I, I mean, I knew the – I guess – well, I guess I maybe said I never listened to really Chris at, the, at, at Circa 98, when that song was coming out, I was 18 years old and wasn't really my cup of tea. And if I'm hanging out with girls that probably are listening to that song, I'm probably going to jail. So, but like, it was like a couple years later, like, there was like a King of the Hill where, like, one of the characters, like, I guess, had a crush on Bobby, and she, like, does this, does a version of that song to him. And she's sang the lyrics. That's like when it kind of clicked to me. I was like, song's a lot dirtier than I actually thought it ever was. It is. She's like, I'm your Stacy in a bottle. You can rub me the right way. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is how, this, do you ever have moments where you realize your mind is. Yes. Irrevic- yeah. <laughs> I know irrevocably, irrevocably wrecked by sports. Oh yeah, sport. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is one of those moments. I just glanced at my email right now, and I get I get emails from Esquire for some reason, just like <laughs> you, pimping- signed, you signed up to something eight years ago, exactly. Yeah. Or they just I, I get on these mailing lists for press releases and for hey, like I get emails a day for like, would you be interested in interviewing this person who's doing this great work in like climate change? I'm like, I, I, how did I get on this list? Like, this is all very fascinating, but you wasted a lot of words. that I, for, I, I, can't, I can't make this happen. Yeah. But so this Esquire email, it's the, the title of the subject is Confessions of a Former Bohemian. And I saw this, and I thought it was a college basketball article that was Confessions of a Former Bohemian," And I'm like, oh, God, this, they're going to be spilling some dirt on about Jim Boeheim here. I was thinking Jordan Bohemian was the Iowa guard. <laughs> <laughs> Bohannon? yeah. <laughs> it's even worse. The, the biggest example of this that I can think of is when we were in Ireland <laughs> – I'm waiting outside. My, my, my wife and her sisters and her mom had gone into a store, and then they, you know, women be shopping. Um, and me and her, her, her dad and I were waiting outside Thank the you, store. Reggie. I know. I, I'm just like checking my phone. And I see this guy walk past, and he's wearing a Stony Brook Seawolves, like quarter zip jacket. This is in Ireland, right? In Ireland. Yeah. And this was right when Stony Brook had played, I think it was that year or, or the next year where they played Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. They had a really good post player named Jamil Warney, who was the star of the America East. And this guy walks oh, yeah. past, and without thinking twice about it, I, I just go, I blurt out, "Jamil Warnie, baby. And he has no idea what I'm talking about. Because in my brain, if you're wearing something about a college, you inherently know everything about that, that college's current college basketball team. Nope. And he had no idea what I, I was like. Stony Brook. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like my, my brother went there, and he got me this, this, this jacket for Christmas a couple years ago. And I was like... They've got a really good post player. Like, he's, he's 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 really good for that level. Like, Alex,
2: he's like, I just like the logo. Yeah.
0: I, I just like kept. I'm like, his skills probably don't translate to the professional level, but he's he's a terrific post player for the, the level of college basketball. At that what he's point
2: do you go, why am I still talking about I really that? didn't say anything. <laughs> I let him go after the whole, like,
0: brother thing. I'm like, oh, well, was, <laughs> enjoy the story. Uh, I was kind
2: of disappointed and both thought you really did go into details on this guy. <laughs> I didn't.
0: Also, my mom texted he me during the break. Your you're
2: like, look at the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah.
0: Of Can I show you some <laughs> highlights, please? Um, my mom texted me during the break i mentioned she had given away all my wrestling figures growing up and well, i was no, very mad at her she sold them she sold she them at a yard profit, sale i'm sure but at yard sale she just yeah. sold them for way more yeah and she texted and just it's said i'm from- so sorry <laughs> exclamation point and then immediately says not really you never got rid of anything right. mama and then us. said you still have krang and that rat guy which are Ninja Turtle toys.
2: Wait, 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 wait she knows the name of...
0: Wasn't Crank... That's the brain, right? Crank is the, yeah, the little brain inside the big so body. So how
2: does she know his
0: name but not Splinter? Crank stuck with people. I mean... It's hard to forget Crang once you've learned the name Crank. It's
2: Splinter! It's, it's,
0: she doesn't know that. It's it's what it's a,
2: it's a, parent doesn't know the word Splinter? She doesn't know. Has Virginia ever got a Splinter? Oh, yeah. I couldn't, could, that's one thing I only got, I'd have to like, like when I killed a spider, I had to get the other, the other parent to pull a splinter out. Really? That.
0: Yeah, but no, I would be oh, I, I used to love when i get splinters and pull you them out. You loved getting splinters? Not, I didn't love getting them, but I would love trying to get them out. Like when I worked at St. Joe's, no, no, not me. I don't doing, we always like, you had the old rickety table setting up the picnic and like, we all would just get millions of splinters and you just had to get them. And it's such a rewarding feeling when you get them out uh now i know i do i hate getting that i don't like said. taking him out <laughs> couldn't let that one go. are we still
2: talking about too close a that's song? a soft one <laughs> i just don't get how she knows the name of the brain which is such an unrandom somewhat not like my know. mom's on
0: your side you don't want to lose her right now i, I know read carefully
2: i mean come on mother Mom Russell, you're
0: better than that she is she's the best you are all right let's talk about the football news of the day the big football news of the day and there's two pieces of news it okay. starts off this morning, very early on, with the, the news that Louisville has landed a transfer cornerback in Quincy Riley um, from Middle Tennessee State. Now, we've Blue talked Raiders. about this throughout the, the, the entire offseason. Louisville had to bolster its secondary. We need talent and we need depth. When you. <laughs> Besides that, we were in good shape. <laughs> yeah, <that's> good. <laughs> You're getting Keachwell Clark back, but he's coming off of an injury. As good as he's been the last two years. When he's been healthy, I mean, you have to be at least a little bit concerned, right? Sometimes you have guys that have injuries like this. They come back and they're just not quite the player that they were beforehand. Having said that, I think assuming that he is going to be healthy, you pencil him as a starter at quarterback. I agree. In at the back of the defense, the safety position, you lose Quinterio Cole. He's tracing his NFL dreams. You do bring back Kendrick Duncan, who's going to help you, but you've got to fill a spot there. You think that you have another cornerback in Greedy Vance who could step up and become a starter because he played so well at the end of last season, and then boom, he transfers to Florida State. All of a sudden, y- you feel like you need a bunch of guys. That gets reinforced, I think, five times over when we give up 450 yards passing to Air Force, who had thrown for nine yards in the, the previous two games in our bowl game. Right, if, if you didn't think you needed secondary help before then, that was the, th- th- that should have pushed you over the edge. So Louisville gets Quincy Riley today. He is, and you always have to look at the offers because it's one thing to say he's a middle Tennessee transfer. He put up good numbers there. Uh, he had five interceptions last season that were second in the country, but he only played nine games. He, you could say he actually led the country in interceptions per game. But let's look at the offer sheet, right? You, you want to see what other schools are going after That's how you guy. always judge football recruits. That's how you should. Or football yeah. Tennessee,
1: okay.
0: Ole Miss, okay. Mississippi State. All right. nc state north carolina were the other schools that were on his list seem to have a very specific area he likes yeah i mean good like, like that's that's a good group to beat out for the yeah, service yeah. of a player like this who maybe you feel like could push for the starting position outside of uh, trey clark but at worst is a guy who's a good second third string player that can come and play at least a few reps every single game and if somebody gets hurt which Hey, happens in football pretty much every single season. He could step up and, and do a serviceable job for you at the cornerback position. Now, the bigger deal today, and I, hate to, I don't want to just, you know, poo-poo, poo-poo the commitment of, of Quincy Riley, but the bigger news in UFL football circles today was Aaron Williams. Four-star cornerback out of California, and you want to talk about looking at offers. Four-star is one thing. This kid, based on his offer sheet, five-star player. Alabama. Pretty good one to start with. Yeah,
2: I mean, they were taking one player from us.
0: How about Georgia?
2: I've heard they're pretty decent football.
0: How about LSU? Uh,
2: I've heard they've had some good moments recently.
0: How about USC? Uh, South Carolina? Southern California. Oh. How about Oklahoma? Uh, boomer Sooner. How about Oregon? How about Miami? How about pretty much every school in the country has offered this kid? Every school? Pretty much every school in, this, in, in, in the country has offered this kid. He committed to Louisville this morning. This is he is as of the moment the fifth highest rated player to ever commit to Louisville. Only fifth because if my if I, my
2: memory serves me correct in your tweet, you called this the biggest recruit biggest recruit Louisville ever received.
0: I said one of the bigger recruits. I used the, the specific. You phrase. completely misquoted me there. Go and put that on a message board, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Are you the person who's starting all these well, message that's boards? That's why I read it. <laughs> Oh, on Reddit, God, Rutherford says. My exact <laughs> quote was don't think it's a stretch to call this one of the bigger commits in U of L football history. That's odd. You just said the biggest commit in Louisville history. One of the bigger commits <laughs> in U of L football history. <laughs> That's what I heard. Read it, At Car Chronicle on Twitter. Don't follow Trevor Kelsey now. I'm taking it back. Don't we don't we don't need to get Trevor no! to a thousand. Oh. When not, he's I'm just trying to get to nine hundred right now. He's another California kid. He becomes if, if you're wondering, Pierce Clarkson, the quarterback on that same list, is the ninth highest rated recruit to ever commit to Louisville. Louisville now how's this, four, how's this guy much higher be still also a four-star like, like, like some of the others we've had? He's currently the number 127 overall player in the class according to the, the, the 24-7 sports composite rankings. So he, you know, they rank the top 500 players. He's in there. We also now – bears mentioning ESPN also ranks the top 500 players in every class. We've got five top 500 players according to ESPN. That's tied for second most in the country. It's also – in the last five years, we've had two overall players that have been top 500 kids signed with Louisville. So once again, this is shaking up to be shaping up to be the best recruiting class in the history of Louisville football. And it's primarily due to these kids from California who would have ever thought the Scott Satterfield pipeline that he needed to develop. We've been talking about keeping the best players in state home. We've been talking about going back to South Carolina where he's from and North Carolina where he's from and getting the best of those best keeping our our pipeline to Mississippi and Florida open hasn't really worked out. So what do we do? We go to California, and all of a sudden we're pulling some of the best players from one of the most football-rich states in the entire country and getting them to come to Louisville, Kentucky. It's mind-blowing, but it's phenomenal. We now, as it stands, have the number five overall recruiting class in the country for 2023 and the number one class in the ACC. I know it's early. We have nine commits, though, six of them. Are a four-star player on at least one of the scouting services. This is. I mean, wh- I never saw who this coming.
2: Guess that North Carolina charm would be what the the, the, Carolina, the California kids wanted to hear.
0: I think it's. I mean, I I, I don't think I, it's more about Pete Thomas who's going out there and he's he's the primary guy on this. Pete Noctis certainly helping out a lot. I know uh, Nick Cardwell has been what, doing did things the out Disney there. Show Pete and Pete. Yeah, it was a Nickelodeon show. Nickelodeon show. Yeah. yeah, Pete and Pete, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah, the Adventures of Pete and Pete it's a whole hell of a lot of four stars right now. I
2: mean, I, I, can we get some Photoshop of a poster of like their faces on like the the characters from the the Nickelodeon show with like recruits in the background? I like that, that idea. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wish that. Sometimes I really wish I knew how to do Photoshop. <laughs> I, I do it. And when I do it,
0: it's like so just oh my so amateurishly bad, bad yeah. that it almost becomes more funny. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I did it like this. I don't want it to be any better.
2: Mine, like you can see where I've tried to cut like cut and paste the face of somebody. You can just see like other little like it's not evenly cut. It's <laughs> oh, Horrible at it. Yeah.
0: Now Williams, he talked with. 24 seven sports. Uh, Greg Bickens is the writer. He did an interview with him about his commitment today in preparation for this announcement. And if you've ever wondered about the impact of getting kids on campus, the official, you know, you hear coaches say this all the time. We just got to get them on campus. And then we feel like we have a shot. And sometimes you kind of roll your eyes and you're like, well, whatever. Like we kids come here all the time and they end up not committing. Basically Williams is one of those Cali kids who like had no idea about Louisville, what it was, what it was all about until Pierce Clarkson committed and then tried to get him on board. Louisville, I mean, didn't even get involved in his recruitment until February. Didn't offer him until late February. And he said this uh, directly about when he visited campus for the first time in early March. That visit was really impactful for me. I wasn't even looking at Louisville at all going into the visit. The trip changed everything for me, though. I was blown away there. Oh man, the We're su- not
2: back to old recruiting ways, are we? The
0: okay. support from the fans was incredible. I went to the basketball game and they had signs with my name on it and they were chanting my name. I felt like I was already part of the team there. So if you've ever kind of, we we'll use the phrase again, poo-pooed the notion of the, the kids in the student section making the signs for the players, chanting the names of the players and said, you know, it's just, uh, uh, do kids really care that much about it? Can they really be that vain? Yes, that's the answer. Yes, all of that stuff matters. And it's part of the reason why we got, the fifth highest rated player to ever commit to U of L football currently on our in our class of twenty twenty three. Thank God this kid's name was Williams. A little
2: easy to do. <laughs> what do you mean? You can chant his name. Maybe they Aaron kind of, Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's got like an unusual
0: name. I mean, well, you know, sometimes you have to go with the first name. Maybe they were just going Williams and we were chanting and Malik, and he's like, they love me. I mean, we had Aiden and Gay on that one time, and <laughs> they were like, Aiden. A-, I'm like, oh. Now that was impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you have to do.
0: He did go on to say, I love the coaching staff and the plan that they have in place for me. He- they seem to to see me as someone who can come in and make an immediate impact. They said they want to build the defense uh, the, the defense around me the same way that they want to build the offense around Pierce. I like the DB coach, Brian Brown, a lot, and also talked with Pete Thomas, who's the area recruiter out there. Coach Satterfield is a good guy as well, and I really have a strong comfort level with everyone there, so it just felt right for me. It is interesting that he refers to Brian Brown as the DB coach and not the defensive coordinator. I, I hope his
2: love for Brown isn't uh, significant on him coming here still because – Brown might not be here by the time he gets Okay, easy, easy. <laughs> you know, just, let's, let's keep it positive for the discussion. Okay, we're going to keep positive. We don't need to wade
0: into those waters just yet. What
2: what basketball game, I wonder, was he at?
0: He said early March was the visit, so I have to assume that it was, I mean, what was our last game? We only played one home game in March, I think, and it was that. Um, the dates blend together, but when they were, I don't remember
2: what. Was it Virginia? Would that have been early? Okay, I was going to say it couldn't have been the. When, when, when did Mac get fired? When was the... Uh, the only home game we played in March... was like was,
0: January. Yeah, the only home game we played in March was Virginia. So it must have been the Virginia game. Had to have been that. And okay. the crowd was, was, was relatively good for that, given the circumstances. Um...
2: I don't vaguely. Remember. I just remember that game betting on Virginia, being feeling if I should feel bad, take, winning money on and rooting against us to lose, like so I could win money for Virginia. Well, I know the other
0: big recruiting weekend that we had here for a basketball game was the Duke game, when the crowd yeah. was terrific and, and that it was, was packed. Yeah, that was a hot crowd, and I know that helped out a lot. But even in a game like Virginia, where the crowd's just maybe kind of okay. Still, like, if you still – like if you bring the kids into the student section and they're in the middle of that – because the student section always the, – the bottom half is at least full. Yeah. And they're going to have the signs. And they're going to be doing the chants and, and all that stuff. And you feel like you ha- are in a big-time college basketball environment even if you – when you look around, it's not what we're used to seeing as Louisville fans. But you got to remember, I mean, these kids, they don't know that. Like this th- – a C-minus environment at the KFC Yum Center – is still a gigantic basketball environment yeah. to them because hey if you go to USC for a, a basketball game guess what the environment sucks are you even you UCLA, like environment yeah. sucks it's half full because people are stuck in traffic they can't get to poly Pavilion at, at 745 Eastern time uh, in the middle of the week it's just different and, and so especially when it's directed towards you when the students are chanting your name and they got the signs for you it feels like a big time environment to you so we, at
2: that point in the season we had, I mean the students actually had more to put effort towards we're going for recruits than the actual basketball game. Yeah. I mean, there was no concern to the basketball team. We
0: knew they were losing. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, it was – I don't know. Uh, but, like, hearing these things, it, it just makes me feel – I love so you, it. So you're back on the, on the set bandwagon. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> and this is the other thing that we have to talk about today. I, I told you not to wade into those waters, but it does bring this up because I've seen a lot of – I mean, I got into a discussion on Twitter – with somebody today who was like, why'd you do that? But I mean, a, 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 no, a good discussion. I wasn't, I was involved in bad discussions too, but I was involved (laughs) in good, good discussion here because somebody said, you know, when we were talking about the, the excitement around the program right now and the recruiting rankings and all this good stuff, somebody responded by saying, I hope that all of you, I assume you as like quasi media people remember that this is a bridge year. And don't get the machetes out if we win five or six games what? because this class is coming. You said that to them or they said they that? They said that to me. Okay. I- and I responded with, like, I, I get where you're coming from, but that's going to be a tough sell to the fan base when that was pretty much the exact same thing that was sold to us last year. That was exactly. And like, like we are, we've are, we sort of danced around this a couple of times now when we've been talking about recruiting, but we're in this – we're setting up for a potential awkward December where, I mean, let's say, throw the example out that people keep using. If this team goes six and six again. On one hand, it's year four and you've got an overall losing record and your only winning season was your very first one. By our standards, which aren't the highest in the world, in the college football world, but still are, they're higher than that. By our standards, that would say, gotta go. But on the other hand, you haven't been like catastrophically bad. You haven't had a Cragthorpe season. You haven't had a 2018 Bobby Petrino season, and you get the best recruiting class in, in the program's history waiting in the wings. And some of those guys, if not all of those guys, are going to bounce if you get rid of the staff. That I'll say this: Please, God, win at least eight games. Seven oh, and five, wow. we can maybe work with. I think you can work. Let's right. get to eight, and let's keep this simple and positive for everybody. That's best case
2: scenario. It, with the recruiting class in twenty three, I think seven games can be now a a, a barometer for a lot of people. Uh, me, maybe it, it's it's not that cut and dry. I don't think, and I think the same for you and and, and for a majority of dudes, you just can't say oh, well, seven wins because it do, it is significant on how those wins come about. You know, it's they're, they're, It's not just black and for white sure. with this, but for six though, but six. It's not good enough. I don't know. I mean, but you might put up with it. I think if you, with, I mean, with the recruiting class we have right now, and for twenty three, you could. But man, I mean, because c- you are going to have people defending it with what you just said, with what your debate was on Twitter with somebody who was calling it the bridge year, which is completely BS. I mean, no, this year was the bridge year this this past season because we had so many underclassmen and we had so many guys still coming back. Those guys are now underclassmen. They're upperclassmen. They may not all be seniors, but they're juniors, not seniors They're upperclassmen on this team. This is a a, a, a veteran team this year. It's has, not even an
0: argument. I mean, I mean here's case in point. Go back long. Go spread-ish. back to when Scott Satterfield's hired in the fall, in the winter of 2018. Ask anybody at that point in time, any Louisville fan, if they would have considered the 2022 season to be a bridge year and if they would accept that if that's the case. And the answer is no. no. Year four is when you're supposed to be hitting the ground running. Yep. That's when you're supposed to have gotten your guys in there, established your culture, and you're you are operating at maximum value. You, you're, the program is as close to the ceiling as it could possibly be under your watch in year four. That's when you're supposed to be really judged. and.
2: Well, short of Malik, this is is pretty much his guys now. It should, yeah, it it is.
0: I mean, you you have more holdovers than you would typically have because of the COVID, the COVID, the extra year of eligibility. I mean, Marshawn Ford um, is still kind of a holdover too. He's an important guy, kind of, yeah. But for the most part, we're going to be seeing a majority of Scott Satterfield guys on the field this year, Mm -hmm. and we saw a lot last year too. Though I thought we did, yeah. But this meteoric rise on the recruiting front, you can't just ignore it. Like it changes the dynamic here. Now, if you go eight and four this season, none of this matters. It's just, it's, it's, everything's great. Like we're, the program's finally headed in the right direction. We know that uh, Satterfield can win at a decent level here. And you hope that the recruits coming in can take it to the next level. If he doesn't, I think that it gets weird, especially, I mean, God forbid we go like three and nine or four and eight. Because then you, you, it becomes very hard to keep him around. It becomes very hard to justify outside of just, hey, he's recruiting really well. We want to see these kids be Cardinals. We want to make sure that this happens. And even then, like, do you then just give him another grace period, like another bridge year? Because those this 2023 kids, they all look like they're going to be phenomenal players. They're, some of them are probably not going to be phenomenal as true freshmen. I mean, teams that are... A majority of them. This balls. isn't college basketball. Like, you're not plugging in... Like, like you have five stars. You're not plugging in three true freshmen and just going. You, you, just, you, you cannot do that. Like, we're going to have to be... Best case scenario is, I think, this year is, is good. Eight and four. Maybe better. And then next year... You, you throw some of these young guys out there, That's you a take a little year. bit of a hit, and then you say 2024 is when we're really going to be rocking, and hopefully the recruiting keeps coming, and it just it, it builds upon itself, and we keep going, and we keep going, but if he can't get it done this year at a even like slightly above average level, I think you ask the question, it's great that we're getting all these players, can we do anything with them? Because he's got pretty good players right now. Yeah. Malik Cunningham is going to be one of the most talked about returning quarterbacks in the country. Um, the running back room is loaded. The wide receiver room, not anymore. The offensive line should be good enough. The defense, fingers crossed, for the third straight year, should be improved. If you can't win can't get much worse. at least seven or eight games this year, I think like, – I'm not saying you fire Scott Satterfield necessarily, but you do have to at least ask the question, like, can he even win with these four well, stars that he, we're bringing in here? He
2: saved the cleaning of coordinators for this year. He avoided it last year, which – is amazingly like a, a miracle and magic trick in its own right and he saved he so i mean if you do have a frustrating sixth win or still frustrating yet somewhat satisfying seven win season you you have the you have the room to be able to to say peace out brown now
0: the other question that i have to ask and i know we're up against the break here is it feels like a lot of this a lot of what's happened this offseason has been a response to the like, Setterfield knows where the fan base was after the U.K. and the Air Force games. Oh, and Majel- I, I mean, I, I put a poll out there, like, saying, and I'm I'm going to try to find it now, like... I mean, the, the fan base was less subtle than too close. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be
2: honest. I mean, I don't think it was any secret, right?
0: <laughs> People were were understandably upset. I mean, it was the first time that we had had back-to-back well, losing seasons since, uh, since, since Steve Cragthorpe was here. <laughs> I'm trying to find the poll now. So oh, yeah, this was the. I
2: remember when you did this poll. Did I vote in it? Uh, probably. Probably. I, yeah, I try to. I try
0: to vote on your poll. So I. I oh god. <laughs> so I, I asked after three seasons, which of these best describes your feelings about Scott Satterfield? Very happy, slightly happy, slightly disappointed, or very disappointed. <laughs> very happy. I'm assuming those are UK fans chiming in. Yeah,
1: probably. Slightly
0: happy was only 8.9%. That was down significantly from 32.3% at the beginning of the season, right before the start of the season. Slightly disappointed was the most common choice, 52.1%. And then very disappointed, 36.6%. So if you're adding that up, about 90% of the fan base was disappointed to some degree with the job Scott Satterfield had done. And it's hard not to see the moves that he's made since The, you know, moving the spring, having some sort of spring game, moving spring practice back, um, being more open with the media, going on more radio shows, not this one, but other ones and, you know, giving them the the bottles of Pappy Van Winkle and or not Pappy, but the Angels Envy and all that stuff, trying to be more open with the fan base and then making, I mean, gigantic strides in recruiting. It all feels like it's a response to him knowing that he almost lost his job last year. And if he doesn't step it up, is going to lose his job now. And it's awesome and it's great, but I also have to ask the question, why weren't we doing this like two years ago? If this was possible, Pete Thomas was on staff. If this was even remotely possible, how did it take so long to go from we're like 11th in the ACC in recruiting rankings to we're fifth in the whole damn country in recruiting rankings right now? I, I, I just wish we could be reaping the benefits reaping the rewards of uh, of great recruiting classes right now like i wish that had been year two a top 25 class greatest class in history and these guys are are rising sophomores and and juniors like that would be a phenomenal and maybe the the answer is simple is as we needed that first domino to fall and the first domino was pierce clarkson like you had to have that one guy to really make something like this happen and now he's the reason why we're getting all these cali kids like like pete thomas and, and the coaching staff are doing phenomenal work but if Pierce Clarkson had said, "I want to go to Oregon, or I want to go to USC, or I want to go to Arizona, or the other schools he was considering." This class is probably looking more like the last three Scott Satterfield classes.
2: I mean, I have to—I I don't know if it's a fair comparison so much because I don't know the timeline of the recruits and those the classes that were, were in his and around his. But yeah, I, I think when you mention that, I think like Teddy Bridgewater recruitment, yeah, where when you know you like a, basically a California version of Teddy Bridgewater, Florida where you go down there, you get him, and, uh, you know, what? I don't, again, the timeline, I could be wrong in this timeline because I don't follow recruiting enough, but I know in those classes you had him, you had his teammate Rodgers, you, yeah. you had Michael Harris, you Dominique Brown, who may have been in the class before, I think, but I can't, you know, I'm not 100% sure. He was still there. Okay. Uh, I mean, you had, yeah, a lot of that down there in, in, in uh, was it Northwest, Northwestern or what? Miami Northwest, Miami yeah. Northwest, yeah. Uh, and that you shouldn't still go down there and recruit a little bit too. We've had other guys since Teddy from those schools and, but that's kind of, it's kind of a similar effect where you got him, you got him flipped from Miami, you got him coming here. And then like, just as a domino, you had other players in that area, down that Florida area that are in that Miami area that were like, we'll go there. And it, obviously we saw the benefits that came from that. And the, all the multiple players that, you know, were impactful because of that recruitment more than likely. I mean, this could be a Cali version of it, to
0: be positive. And it's happening to a higher level. I mean, we got, we're, we're getting more kids and higher-rated kids yeah. based on this Pierce Clarkson commitment. Uh, and, if it, hey, if it works out 75% as well as the, the Teddy Bridgewater connection worked out with talent-wise, then I think we're all going to accept you that. You said
2: nine guys in that class so far? Is that so what far, said?
0: yeah. Of those nine, cause
2: let's be honest, there's, odds are you're not going to get all nine of them. There's, there's going to be things change. Things happen. How many, though, if if it's smoke clears of those nine,
0: how many would you be okay losing and still be completely satisfied? I mean, I think it depends. I think it's the who more than the number. True, possibly. Because if you, you know, you keep seven, but we, you lose Clarkson and Williams, then that's <laughs> like kind of defeats the whole purpose. Hey, we, here.
2: He said we need depth as well. <laughs> I,
0: mean. I mean, all these kids are three or four star prospects and you also you have a local talent in there and jeremiah collins from male high we want to make sure that we keep doing that we want to make sure that we keep getting the you know the, the better players from at least in the city you know statewide kentucky's doing their thing there i think you protect the city and then you say hopefully we can get some kids but kentucky's going to do their thing no you gotta keep your fingerprints on on male and trinity and, and so on and so forth yeah but, i mean all, all nine of our commits right now are ranked in the top 600 of 24 7 sports as individual rankings and seven of them are in the top five hundred. What? How many kids in the six hundred have actually committed already? I, know. I know you don't know. I'm, I, that's why I said
2: ask that loud. I wasn't asking. you for I don't. And also, who cares? Like, like we no, I mean,
0: we are recruiting I mean, in waters that we have never recruited in before. Like this is this is certainly worth getting excited about. And you know, the the picture of the the very first Cali kid visit with Pierce Clarkson. There, there was a, a picture of him and Aaron Williams, and I think uh, Jaleel McClain, the the other kid from St. John Bosco. And somebody else, three, the three of the four kids in that picture have committed. Hopefully you can get even more. I mean, every time one of the, something like this happens, Pierce Clarkson's like, we're not done yet. We're going to keep going. And he knows. I mean, he knows more about this than anybody. He knows who's committing, who's considering it. Uh, he called the commitment two days ago of Williams. And it's just, it's never been more fun to follow recruiting. I, I say this. We talked about basketball being it finally being more fun for people like us who kind of don't get into recruiting until we get commits. It, this has been more fun to follow than it has been in years because, hey, we're on the list of five stars. We're talking to five stars. I don't think football and basketball recruiting have ever been more fun to follow at the same time than they are right now for Louisville fans. <laughs> well, and the next step well, is well, well, let's win well. some more games. <laughs> but for right now, an, we'll use the love actually quote, enough. Enough now. The the, the recruiting
2: of basketball and football has never been so exciting. While on the field, it has never been so bad.
0: That was the past. We've turned the page. We've turned the page. We're laying the foundation to a new future, and we're going to be good. Let's take a break. We talked over the top of the hour. We'll come back. We'll take your text on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The text line has been buzzing here, and we have not gotten to any of these, so we'll do that coming up in hour number two. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. No The music has taken a decidedly R and B feel the last forty eight hours.
2: Oh no! So tell me what to do for the love of you tonight.
0: Oh, here we go. Come on, tell me. I don't even know what this I is. Been holding back all I, feel. I have no idea what this is. My voice man Is <laughs> it shy? Nope.
2: Wait
1: is This all
2: for one? Oh, this was my. This, this was one of my jams back here. And th- this is like, this was Trevor like listening to with his like fifth great crush.
0: See, sometimes, yeah, every now and then I forget that you are like a few years older than me because this is definitely like the early '90s where I wasn't listening to like pop hits or R and B hits or anything. This was a uh, somewhat popular band. This song
2: being probably the most popular was a band called High Five.
0: I was close with all-for-one. Can't one. wait another minute. <laughs> you
2: were actually. All-for-one <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't make today's cut, but then again, this this, this team is so rich that it, it, it'll it have multiple days.
0: Now, I, I know I said we were going to t- get to the text line, and we're going to do that in just a second, but I've got to address this, because this is via, I'm going to say the name, Matt Jones, KY Sports Radio. Oh, oh my God. But this is, via, <laughs> he has been... An advocate for, like 90% of the state, an advocate for passing sports, legal sports betting in Kentucky for a long time. Yeah. not I mean, everybody in the state just about wants this. We want this. We want legalized weed. I, I would venture to say that legalized sports gaming has even more support than legalized at least medical marijuana in the state. Yeah, And the, the the common question that comes up is if Democrats want this, if Republicans want this, we can't agree on anything at this point in time. How does this not happen? Like, like How can the people who represent the state not do something that the entire state wants? This seems like a slam dunk for Kentucky politicians who, uh, politicians in general, have like less respect and less support now than ever before on both sides of the aisle. You guys can win an easy one here. Lay it in. It's on the tee. Swing. Why is this not happening? So here's how Matt Jones laid it out. And we know, I mean, this is past the House. So we know that the state Senate is the issue here with this. He Probably says, Jones says there are 38 state senators in Kentucky. Okay. There are, out of that group, 26 Republicans and 12 Democrats. I'm surprised there's that many Democrats. Well, I take it back because you're, you're right. There are 30 <laughs> Republicans and there are eight Democrats.
2: Yeah, I am still surprised there's eight, but okay. <laughs> there
0: well, you know,
2: many? I guess Louisville, Louisville, gets, gets,
1: Louisville
0: uh, gets a few. Apparently,
2: Louisville gets eight representatives. <laughs> and Lexington also is <laughs> a is little bit blue. Uh,
0: <laughs> so 38 state senators in Kentucky. All you need to pass sports gambling is 20. 20. That gives us the majority. Oh, so eight Democrats in the Senate, they've all said they all want it. They all vote yes. So that should mean that you just need 12 Republicans to get on board. <laughs> what's 12 what's out of 30. According to Jones, and he is, he's posted his – he's asked all, everybody in the state Senate whether they're yes or no, and if they say no, he asked them why. I'm going to get to one of the responses in a, in I'm a bit. I'm looking forward to this actually because I don't know so, about this yet. So you need 12 Republicans to say yes. Okay. According to Jones, fourteen Republicans have said they're for it. Oh, so, okay. Hey, we should be good, right? Sounds like I'm. Um, sounds like I might not be driving paying a, a toll bridge toll to go but gamble anymore. You'd think. I hope. Except no, the Kentucky GOP leaders require that a majority of GOP support something, or they have to vote no as a group. Oh, so even, a with, even with even with twenty two out of thirty eight state senators. Being in favor of this, and even though you only need twenty yes votes for this to pass, it's not going to happen.
2: So let, 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 me, let me. So see.
0: you would need we would need sixteen total Republicans to be for it. You need two more. Two more have to get on board if this is going to, if we're going to get a majority.
2: Let let, let me see if I get this right, and, and correct me if I'm wrong because it is politics. We have what it takes as a state law to pass it. As a criteria, but not the criteria of the policy of a single party's own wishes. That is accurate. That also sounds like, like borderline treason, isn't it, somewhat, in a way? I mean,
0: am I using that word wrong? A, a little bit. It's not, we're not going against the country, but you're, they are going against the wishes of the state. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely And, honestly, their own, the own wishes. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is unbelievably dumb, even by Kentucky standards. Because you've got That's a lot. you've got an overwhelming majority of the state that wants this. You've got a house that has voted for it. You've got a Senate where the majority of state senators are for it. And it's still not going to happen but because have- of this rule that the state GOP party has. I it's rare that I can be blown away by something happening in Kentucky politics. I'm blown away by this. I, I used to be nothing. Existed. This one, though, is this, this is above and beyond. Like even in my mentions are all people who are like, like, I'm a conservative and bleep these guys like, like bleep this, like F this, because I think What's we're all the same.
2: We're all the same
0: page with something here. And so Jones contacted uh, one of these senators. I uh, say it's Thayer or whatever. It's like, well, it's not that, it's and that. he's the leader of against it, right? Well, of course, still. He's a leader against everything that everybody wants and in this state. He doesn't have money on. <laughs> God, that guy. So CB Embry is one of the state senators who says he's against it. And Jones messaged him and says, Are you opposed to House Bill 606? And he said, Yes. Oh, I thought yes.
2: that was cornerback. I thought that was a football player y'all were talking about on Twitter.
0: Got to read the fine print.
2: I saw CB Embry. I'm like, We signed a corner? <laughs> why, why are we
0: asking about state betting? Yeah. <laughs> Does he really care that much about Kentucky State politics? <laughs> Is that part of his recruiting? So, let him go. This feels like an easy way to get him out of the state, run him off to a different program. That's
2: I, I thought when I saw that name on the Twitter line. So,
0: he tells Jones, yes, I'm opposed to the bill. Okay. And Matt says, can I ask why? How can we differentiate between betting on horses and betting on the Lakers? Awesome. And here's his response. Here's his rationale. I love this. I think it opens the door for throwing of games due to the huge amount of money involved. He actually <laughs> said Hugh, but I'll give him credit. Due to my health, I will not be present to vote on this issue. But that's his, that's his response. So we've had – Damon Thayer says most of the people who are against this are against it for religious reasons because you know God hates gambling unless it's at one of his church picnics or on animals. Mm. And now this one says I think it opens the door for people throwing games.
2: Okay, how is that any different than throwing a race? It's not. I mean –
0: we, but, but you know, in the long and storied tradition of horse racing, there's never been any sort of you know Scandal. thought that there's been cheating or anything like that. It's not like we didn't just have the Kentucky Derby winner disqualified within the last calendar year. I, it it goes against all common thought. It goes against any line of rational thinking. All of these responses, this whole thing, it we are leaving millions and millions if not billions of dollars on the table because of the dumbest thinking that you can possibly have
2: so let me get this right mr Emery, whatever if you had any intelligence i'd have his name right let me get this right mr Emery. you it'll, th- it'll cause throwing of games because kentucky which would be by the way what the 23rd state to make this a law we're going to be we're going to be last.
0: We're going to be 48.
2: I mean, I mean, last is going to get ahead of us and they don't even have internet. Alaska's is already ahead of <laughs> that's, that's, that's but true probably. Uh the, the that but we're going to be the, the 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 overflow that's going to cause the throwing games. Not the fact that we have now not one but two of the four major sports leagues in Las Vegas of all places. I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> This is this is why I can't be involved in interviews with politicians to give this answer because I know Matt Jones who is while is is brash enough to say something to somebody that says something stupid like that is is nice enough not to he's not just gonna
0: smack him and say I, you're a moron
2: I'm just gonna look at him like are you just that dumb I mean have, did you I mean were you born stupid or did you become this stupid like I, I, I'm just I, I would have no problem and, and I don't know why to, to point out that. Or do you just, more importantly, do you think I'm that stupid? Do you really think I'm so dumb that I think what you're, you're saying is
0: believable? It's, and, and I'll say the same thing when we've tackled this topics like these before and our frustration over stuff like this not happening. The biggest, the most frustrating part of this to me is that you know eventually it's going to happen. And we're just going to have waited too long to have come close to benefiting. We've already waited too long to benefit as much financially as we should have from both this and legal marijuana. Mm -hmm. I, I would almost be more okay with this if I knew that these people were going to hold out forever and there was no chance of us ever passing either of these things, knowing that it's going to happen, but that it's going to happen at a time where we have left billions of dollars on the table that could, I don't know if you know this, Kentucky's not exactly just just we're not swimming in cash. We're not all Scrooge McDucks here in the
2: state. Didn't I just watch Bashir sure talking about how he's upset of some new budget or something where the, the we didn't get enough money for schools? Which I mean, we probably is never enough money for schools. But
0: when people think Kentucky, they don't think wealth.
2: <laughs> unless they watch Beverly Hillbillies, best in education. <laughs> I mean,
0: great at everything flourishing state. That's not the way the rest of the country is not the way the rest of the world looks at us. Really? We could help ourselves significantly by doing the bare minimum, which is passing two bills that almost the entire state are in favor of. And so that's the most frustrating thing. The second most frustrating thing is this. These aren't even difficult topics to tackle. These aren't difficult things to talk about. This isn't abortion. It's not campaign finance reform. It's not Anything where you can have reasonable debates and people aren't going to budge. This is something that the rest of the country, regardless of, of which way they lean nationally, red state, blue state, what have you, is starting to do. It's, it's something that the rest of the country, regardless of which way they lean, red, blue, whatever, is in favor of. Yeah, Oklahoma passed marijuana law. Everybody's Which, going to pass
2: this. I mean, we, I doubt we'll beat Texas. I don't. I think Texas might end up being last.
0: Twenty years from now, sports betting and weed are going to be legal in every state in America. Twenty years, really? Well, besides, maybe here.
2: Well, I was gonna say us Kansas and Texas are the three that I'm most worried about.
0: And the fact that we, I mean, we that I'm, The I'm, fact <laughs> that we won't do it when we have a house passing it and a, a Senate that is in the majority is in favor of is just unthinkable it's just unthinkable
2: well it passes the state rules but not our rules <sighs>
0: <laughs> i mean i am speechless like that i i had no idea like, like until the, jones put that out the there
2: GOP's using like a baseball unwritten rule thing for it like well uh, that might be the rule in the book but the unwritten rule says that we have to have a majority
0: it's like that except it was if, if it were for passing laws <laughs> yeah, no. that have gigantic ramifications for the entire state
2: not to mention just the, the the I mean the the jobs that'll open up by opening sports books and things like that around around it's not just the city but I mean the city and the state in general. Yeah.
0: So he, he,
2: I mean, what, here's what, the summary. Here is the, is the long is and, short of, this? The the long and short of all this. The long and short of
0: all this is this: because people want to know, is there any hope of this changing? Any hope of this coming to pass? Can we change these people's minds? The only chance that this had. We got eight hours left. Until the, the, the current session, you they know, they work, like, what, 60 days a year? I've got, I'm in the wrong I got a lot of issues with you people. <laughs> I'm in the wrong
2: business. <laughs> we, we really are. I mean,
0: I thought I did a little work. If this, this show ever takes <laughs> off, we're both just running. For, we're leaving this for state senate immediately. I can't decide if I want now state senate or search committee. Congress is open. You're on my seat. It's there for the taking. It's yours, Trevor. I can, I can run for politics. Make a play. We've got eight hours. The only way that this can happen is if Robert Stivers, again, from Clay County, if he calls for a bite on the sports gambling bill, a, what? a bite, it will pass. But as of now, he says he won't do it because he doesn't have a majority of Republicans, which according to Jones's going out there and going person by person and asking them their, their personal belief is not true. So if you want this to change, hit up Robert Stivers of Clay County. And let him know. I want a bike. We got to do this. If it doesn't change in eight hours, if he doesn't do this in the next eight hours, it's not just dead for like this session for this year. It's dead for two full years. Two, two? years. Two years until this can even come on the table again. Why? That's get politics.
2: We have to wait two years or something? Two years. Wait a minute. a guy can sit in his office and, and, and be reelected for like 60 straight years, but we have to wait two more years to even consider a, a, a passing a bill and a law? Yes. Well, that makes sense. No, no, it doesn't. Unbelievable! You're 90 years old and you're in your 45th term. That's okay, but but hey, we can't win. I mean, what's, what? 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 Did we take our? do we take our? Uh, a, a, like our guidelines from the Olympics? Like we this is the World Cup? Like we only we only make laws on the year the
0: World Cup occurs. Here's what needs to happen: Somebody needs to convince these people, or just divers, I guess, that legal weed and legal sports betting somehow positively affect Kentucky men's basketball. It's our only hope. Because when we, we now know We're
2: from Clay County. We need
0: Richie Farmer on our side. Well, we know because of the name, image, likeness stuff that when the idea of Kentucky men's basketball thriving is called into question by something, these people are going to act. These people wow. are going to act quickly. Unfortunately, the nil rights can't be used by—
2: Marijuana dispensaries and legal gambling. I think those were against the, the guidelines. No, I know.
0: I know, but I'm saying, like, when, when NIL sure. came up and other states were starting to pass it, we passed ours very quickly because, it, because oh, yeah, yeah, you had yeah. John Calipari coming out publicly. You had.
2: We were, what, the third or fourth state to do it, I
0: think? We were quick yeah. because Calipari came out and said, like, we need to get our politicians on this because if not, we're going to fall behind. And what do you know? Things happened very quickly. <laughs> so we need. Cal, step the hell up. Convince yeah. these people that if we don't pat, if we don't have legal weed and legal sports betting, Kentucky basketball is once again going to fall behind. It's the it's a, save us, Cal Wan Kenobi. You are our only hope. Ken, Kenny Payne, come on. I know you're recruiting Kenny Wan Kenobi.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think the rest. Of the, I don't think the state senators, the Republican state senators out there, care as much about what Kenny Payne thinks as they do what John Calipari thinks. Well, true. But but then again, I can
2: make like like name jokes like pass past pain and things like that with him that would be nice
0: yeah texas we need a show called trevor goes to washington i would watch it <laughs> i actually I, it's
2: like you on the steps i'm just a bill on Capitol here i'm I've just a <laughs> i last went to dc for the uh, georgetown louisville game back in was it 08 i guess it was something we talked about that before i think it was last time i was there i was got to fight but
0: I've, I've been to DC a few times. I've only been once. It was the eight, classic eighth grade class trip.
2: Uh, my my class trip got canceled to DC because of uh, the Iraqi War. It ha- it happened like just like a couple weeks before we were about to supposed to go.
0: Desert storm. Desert storm. Yeah. Why
2: couldn't you go to DC because of desert storm? They claimed that that because, because we had just gone to war. Yeah. I mean, if they'd waited like another couple of weeks, the war was over. So, I mean, I don't know what would have been the problem. A little bit
0: surprising. And I mean,
2: okay. I mean, Surprised did, to hear that. I mean, it lasted like two months. It wasn't like it. I mean, most people didn't get their yellow ribbons in the mail by the time that war ended.
0: But. I mean, did Storm and Norman not need to be distracted by kids walking around? I guess not. I mean, I
2: mean.
0: Get these kids out of here. It's like me trying to write a story. Shut kids. those kids up.
2: Man, I miss, Did you ever do any other like school trip? Because my man, Big Blue Drew, I saw on Twitter yesterday, he was kind of upset because his 8th his grade, uh, his daughter in 8th grade had her school trip canceled because he was told Ukraine slash gas prices have caused us to cancel these trips, which is kind of, an, it sucks for the kids because, like I said, my D.C. trip got canceled when I was in, like, in 5th grade. But, like, I did do, like, we did Chicago and, like, uh, Space Camp when I was in middle school for school trips. Did you all? I mean, you went to probably nicer schools, middle school than I did, so I would think you did something.
0: We went to, we went to Cincinnati Zoo in like that doesn't count. Yeah, we, we, no. we didn't really do any like. We went to Indianapolis one year, for the, uh, the museum, and we went to like all just day trips. Really,
2: but, you didn't do it? You didn't do any like because we got like the bus and went to Chicago for like three days and. No, uh, we
0: just did the – D.C. was it. We flew there, eighth grade. That oh, you that, flew? That's the big trip, Wow, well, yeah. there, there's the big I know, trip. Mary's – her yeah. class school went to eighth grade, too. They drove, and I was yeah, like, oh. Yeah, we went on the bus. We were – Plebs.
2: But you know what? I don't care. The bus was cooler for kids because we had the TV, like the TV at the front and in the middle. And I remember when we we, bought, we watched Jaws on the way yeah, we, there. we watched and, Jumanji, I think,
0: when we went to India. Yeah.
2: Right? The, the, the Alabama trip was my favorite, though, because we had to go to space camp down in Birmingham. I think it was, or, or wherever that is down in Alabama. You know, you had like all three of your friends all sharing a hotel room with you. It's just a good time in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. The circus that's where we went when we went to the Circus Delay in
0: Chicago was was see the, see the, them on that trip. It's a fun time. Yeah. I miss those days. Uh, Texas says, "I think uh, Jones was, was a typo. Vote not bite. I thought it, I thought bite was ballot initiative. I thought that was it was what he was oh, it's not bite. Apparently, I guess not. I
2: like bite better, but okay."
0: Uh, Texture says, "Speaking of, y'all need to get a ballot initiative to change the Commonwealth Constitution." Agreed. Uh, Texas says, "The new Veep style show on HBO, TK takes over Frankfurt. I would love it. I would love it. You'd have my vote."
2: I've never, I've actually gotten into, I've never got into Veep, so I, I, but I I've only watched it, a couple episodes. It's funny. I don't know. The first, I, I watched it when it first came out and it just didn't grab me, and I've heard people tell me it. it get, you had to keep watching because it has gotten a lot better and it is pretty good, but...
0: Texture says, "I sincerely do think it's time to collectively get a large group together from both sides of the aisles to push these morons out of office. I'm sure they're also restricting Metro Louisville on Kentucky side from properly growing too. The problem is, I mean, it, it's not going to happen. Like, well, the like problem people, is also they're just doing what their constituents want them to do. I mean, you got to remember outside of Louisville, but just they're, they're only rejecting their constituents' wishes in these two areas. Like besides that, they're going to um, like." my texture says i'd I'd prefer to live in the stone age than have democrats run the state like that right there like that's that's the problem here is you're never going to have changes to these because nobody's going to budge right now
2: I live in the stone age <laughs> didn't have i mean we don't have legal speed or gambling my does we are somewhat in the stone age of modern times we're gonna and we're gonna stay there yeah i'm surprised
0: we, we accepted the wheel i mean i i feel like if I don't know. I'm not, no point in going down that road, I guess. I, I, I don't understand the mentality, but whatever. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, sports I promise. Indiana passed one of them. The fact that Indiana, every bordering state has passed it. I mean,
2: listen, Indiana cause Indiana's going to be way behind us probably in the marijuana part as well, too. But And they already are a little bit. But like, but the fact Indiana passed, and this is not to bash Indiana, but it is a little bit. You at least got sports gambling. I mean, a state that's got Mike Pence over here is allowed sports gambling, and we can't.
0: I mean, like, for, forget about uh, like electing a different a person from a different party. Just elect a Republican who's going to be for uh, sports betting. Something that's positive,
2: yeah, and not just going down the company line. I just don't. I, I, I don't understand. Like,
0: well, they're not doing anything that I want them to do, but <laughs> their ads make me scared of the other person, so I'm not going to vote. Uh, I, whatever. I need some high five to cheer me up. I did too. Uh, let's go to break when we come back. Uh, we'll read the actual sports text from the text line from earlier that we we're going to get to. It's a great day for Louisville football recruiting. We're going to get back in that. Also, I just found out during the last break. Interesting name in the transfer portal on basketball side of things. Ooh. We'll talk about that coming up as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on the Big X.
1: I've been holding back All of it I'm for real Cause I can't wait
0: Is there a theme, or is this just nineties R and B songs? This
2: is just Trevor's. Just Trevor's jams of middle school and early high school. Just grooving, Trev. Grooving, Trev. This, this is what Trevor. If you, if you were a young lady and we're hanging out with Trevor and heard just one of these songs on the, on the on the on the jam box,
0: then you were about to feel a little poke God. coming through.
2: You were about to get a little in neck.
0: On yeah. you. On you. Oh
2: no, yeah.
0: <laughs> step back. back are dancing kind of? I promised
2: you. I was going to be doing the yawn and stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't do the yawn and stretch. I
0: have never actually done the yawn and stretch. Oh come on. I mean everybody knows about the yawn and stretch. I thought it was more I'll I'll do the you thing. I thought that was only in like TVs and movies. Oh no. I mean I did it like jokingly to girls growing up. I'd be like,
1: ah! <laughs> watch. ah,
0: you know, uh, like, oh, like uh, just making it blatantly obvious. You
2: don't look like you're yawning and stretching like you're trying to like like, attack him. Mean, that was my move. No Just let them know. I mean, I didn't put, like, the hole in the, the popcorn box type trick, but, I mean, I did do the yawn and stretch.
0: I would like to know how many moves from movie slash TV that you imitated when it came to trying to lure members of the opposite sex into your web. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm I Hans- did make it sound too weird. Sound like Chris Hansen's coming to my house, man. I mean. <laughs> Trevor, have a seat right over there.
2: I always wonder, like, the guy had a lot of purpose in his kitchen. He might want to move sometime. <laughs> oh, man.
0: There man. There was that brief period where to catch a predator was, like, the greatest thing in the world. Like, <laughs> I, I never
2: mean, watched that. Oh, God. I, just, I know, it, obviously. I just made the reference.
0: but I mean, I'd watch with I my little sister, it. and we're like, oh, this guy's this, this, he's a runner. He's, oh, he's definitely – he's not staying. I guarantee it. This guy's going to cry. This is going to be great. I mean, it was just – it was such a fulfilling thing because these are – Clearly evil people. Like, There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. These aren't just people who are down. The, these are people who are actively soliciting sex from minors. There's no part of you that feels bad when they get not just arrested or in trouble with the law, but embarrassed on national television. It was it was great. Now, Then Chris Hansen got a little too full of himself, and it was kind of ruined the thing. But for a, that brief period when everybody was watching watching To Catch a Predator, oh, it was wonderful. It was terrific.
2: Just one of those shows that was cool for a couple years and then moved on, kind of like uh, the one with Howie Mandel, the game show.
0: Oh, uh, who wants to be? No, the? No, uh, no, that was another one. Who the briefcase me? one. Yeah. was well, awesome when it first came let's out. Let's
2: make it deal or no deal.
0: Deal or no deal. When yeah. deal or no deal first came out, it was phenomenal.
2: Oh, yeah, but it had its, you know, it, it
0: like some shows, it had its, like, two-year run or so, maybe three, and then it just disappeared. Well, then you realize, like, nobody's ever going to get the million dollars unless they come down to, like, they know it's, you know, a million dollars or the $750,000 box, and they just choose to get, not make the deal and go for the million dollars. Like, it was just, it was never going to happen. So did anyone ever get a million on that? I don't know. I stopped. Watching. I watched like I mean, it was a flash in the pan show. It was oh, great I, for like yeah. ten episodes, and then I'm like, okay, this is not not that much fun anymore.
2: Same. With, well, I guess someone,
0: who wants to be made are still being made though. I think they just were. Yeah,
2: they've re- had like just, seventeen yeah, they, different hosts. Yeah, they're down to like Louis Anderson doing it, like the old Family Guy day, few days or Family Feud uh, days.
0: Five hundred two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. We've talked about the the big day on the Louisville re- football recruiting trail. Uh, we got mad at the start of this hour about. Kentucky lawmakers refusing to pass legal sports betting for some reason, and the reason is just even more maddening than you would have thought. So we'll take some text now. We'll go back to the beginning and look at the early text that came in. Uh, Texas says, and this is accurate, Trevor loves the fresh meats. You've eaten Arby's three days in a row here.
2: But, but I don't get all – I don't like – don't, don't try to justify this. Arby's has the meats. We know that, right? We've established this. They have all kinds of different things on the menu. They're like the, they're like the Cheesecake Factory or the drive-thru. But yeah, I would
0: argue against that. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever made that claim before,
2: but, but I, I still, nobody I, goes to Arby's <laughs> because of the versatility.
0: You're, you the ol- you're literally Hold the only on. person, you in the, you're the only person in the world who has said this.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong, but, and I do love, I do love me the chicken, bacon, and Swiss sandwich. Gotta it, get that Arby's pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you try the new Arby's taco? I don't have
2: pizza, but they have wings now. They have, which I mean, they call them boneless wings, which, which is just a fancy word for chicken tenders with sauce. Uh, but they have do those now. They have, but they have brisket. They have roast beef. They have chicken. They have ham. They have turkey. I mean, they have they have the meats. If it's a meat, they got it. They have venison. They have what? Venison. I'm sure they do. I don't think they. Don't think they do. Is there, isn't that a, isn't that like a baby cow? It's, no, it's, it's deer. Oh, I was about to say. Do you mean the guy that hosts the Hoosier Report? <laughs>
0: oh, Matt Dennison, love him. They don't have it, they don't have Arby's Den- isn't touching Matt Dennison. He's big said, X. You said Dennison? He's big X for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Texas says, didn't Trevor say on roll call that he? I think you've actually said this. On our show too Probably Didn't Trevor say on roll call That he lost his virginity At an Arby's I forget that story No it was
2: not an Arby's Why do people keep thinking No it was I was in Gulf Shores It was on the beach Yes it sounds Cliché but true If it was cliche She wouldn't have looked The way she did We
0: have you talked about this On multiple radio shows I got You the- know people are listening to this Yeah uh, you know You just don't care
2: and they probably don't believe me that I lost it anyway. God love you. <laughs> I mean, people my sex, dude. Come on. Get up. Oh, man. Uh, no, I got kicked out of an, a Burger King Burger bat, uh, King bat, like, I'm like, I'm shocked. G. A Burger King parking lot. That's what we making out. Yes.
0: And then you went to a beach and.
2: Well, no, the, the, the parking lot thing was much later,
0: actually. Oh, so. The, oh, OK. Well, I'm, I'm more impressed now. Yeah. No, the, the, the Virginia thing
2: was was the summer of ninety four.
0: So you got kicked out of a Burger King parking lot for making out after you lost your virginity yeah that's impressive actually. It was in like ninety six i think it enhances the story to be quite frank i mean we weren't into
2: anything bad i was in the past where she was just kind of on my
0: lap and we were
2: just kind of making out and they came one of the employees came out and, like told us we needed to leave i was like well okay <laughs> it's true i never got any action at arby's except for the satisfaction of eating a roast beef man which brings a lot of satisfaction
0: Texas, why is Trevor's go to example for a weekend trip, Jasper, Indiana? <laughs>
2: I was wondering if someone's going to catch that. <laughs>
0: when I was a kid,
2: one of my favorite things, my grandparents, and Jasper was a holodome, holiday dome. Before you laugh, those that was an awesome thing. It was like this. It was a Holiday Inn. that had like the indoor pool and indoor play. Yeah, center. I went to them. Yeah, I, I've been to those. And that was that was when in my financial growing up. Yeah. that was that was the, that was it. That was the thing. That was our Hilton Head. And so we would spend a weekend. My grand my grandmother and grandfather would take me, and uh, I'd always get to take a friend, and we'd go to Jasper and stay at that uh, Holiday Dome or whatever for the weekend. And that we'd, was similar, like because uh,
0: Mary was talking about you know she she's like, I wish we were going somewhere for spring break and like all this stuff. And I'm like, did you get two vacations every year growing up? And she's like, <laughs> one, she's like, we went to Florida with my dad's baseball team every year on spring break. And okay. we went to Hilton head during the summer and like, most years growing up like we didn't take vacations like i was playing sports in the summer we didn't go anywhere on spring break but we would take like little mini weekend trips to, like yeah. indianapolis stay at like staying in a hotel felt like a vacation oh
2: it was cool yeah and, and go I, in
0: the pool in the I, indoor pool and then we go, like, go to the museum go to the zoo like, yep. do stuff like that like yeah
2: i mean we'd go to cincinnati with my grandpa was a huge baseball guy big red guy played played minor league baseball before he had to go off to world war ii was in the senator's uh washington senator's uh farm system nice and uh so I mean he's big. base. we'd go up to Cincinnati a lot and go to Reds games. I remember you know one of the first Reds Cubs games going to and when I was about eight or nine years old. And, oh, what was the Reds guy's name? I, I was he was one of my favorite players because I had a pin with his. But Cash Daniel, not Cash Daniels, but oh wow, what was what was the Reds? It was Cash something. Chris Sabo. No, Chris Sabo was another one I loved. But, Pokey Reese. No, Pokey. <laughs> we later on. Jason Larue. But Jasper, as, as unsexy as it sounds, had that holiday in. It was just an awesome holiday. I, just, I still remember that. Oh, I used to get so happy when we could go there for the weekend. Get to the indoor pool and the big player with the big ball pit and arcade.
0: It was it was the it was the cat's meow. It takes, you should just record Virginia saying that about the uh, like and subscribe and drop it in at the end of each podcast. Yeah, we should. Just That'd drop in it would. into the show. That would work out well. <laughs> uh, it takes the same people. Uh, it's, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> Well we can't read that. Just <laughs> that I can't help it. Probably PTSD as a Louisville fan. Why do I just feel like U of has has come up with an awful way to cheat and get these California kids with all the different ways to pay players now? I can't help but thinking, Oh my God, what are we going what are we doing to get all these kids that's going to ruin us down the road? You're not alone, Texter. that is some PTSD though. I, well, Texter, I'm I'm somewhat there with you, buddy. I'm
2: not. I'm. I'm a little nervous when I hear you tell me a four-star kid that's got every major school that has we have no somewhat business really competing with comes here in one visit and it's just blown away. I, I can see
0: where the nervousness would be there too if you're a fan because I, in, a little bit of them inside me feels it too. I would be if if NIL wasn't a thing because. I think that Pierce Clarkson got sold on a big time NIL pitch. I mean, I don't think I, I I know like Pierce Clarkson got sold on a big time NIL pitch. I think that he has relayed that message to all these kids in California that he's grown up playing with, that he's got a very close relationship with, and kind of build this as we're all gonna go take this place over. Like this is going to be I mean, listen to I read the quotes from the the Williams interview with 247 Sports. All of them are saying like whether it's true or not, like this coaching staff is telling us, like we're gonna—they're building the defense and the offense around us. Like, I thought
2: you couldn't use nil no pitches for, for recruiting, though.
0: You can. I mean, you can just. I mean, his dad bought all the billboards around. Like his dad, like Steve Clarkson, clearly has this vision of what can and cannot be accomplished. You can talk about nil stuff with, in recruiting. You just can't offer it technically. I don't anymore? think you. you until well,
2: players. I thought you couldn't until a player was actually on roster. You couldn't actually give them a nil deal.
0: Well, I mean, Tennessee gave like a nil deal to like seven million dollar deal to a junior quarterback and in high school so I'm pretty sure that that's not true okay. or I guess maybe you have to skirt around I mean, I guess it you can promise it to him but you just can't officially give it to him though nobody knows what the hell the rules are I, that's, the, that's, well, that's the, the long and short of it. that's, that's,
2: it's different state that. by state and
0: the NCAA <laughs> refuses to act because they don't know what the hell the rules are so okay. all I know is that Pierce Clarkson knows that he has a pretty good NIL situation yes. that he's walking into at Louisville and I think these other kids now know that as well yeah. like they're going to be the focal points with Malik leaving after next year like They're probably going to be like the focal points of the season, regardless of how much they play. It's going to be the talk about this class.
2: This, And I don't mean to sound like discouraged football, but how the hell are we getting that in football and not in basketball yet?
0: Stay tuned. Okay. I would say just, I mean, Kenny Payne's been the, the coach here for two seconds. I know. doesn't have a staff. I,
2: I know you're right. I know. I, I'll be somewhat patient, but I'm telling you, if we're willing to give out you know, hand over fist, cash, and nil deals to football. And I'm saying I'm not unhappy about that. I'm just saying this this is an Alabama. That should be going to basketball first, football second. I think that, I mean,
0: it'll, it'll be shocking if something like that doesn't start happening. And under, I do know Kenny there's Payne's good watch.
2: basketball. We've talked about some of the nil deals that some of the current players do have that I guarantee has helped them come back, you know, and, and helped them decide to stay here.
0: I think Louisville also got off on the wrong foot with this. I think they had a plan in place that was not – well yeah. thought out. We initially,
2: when this was announced, we were all like, man, we're all up. right. We're on top of this. UK looks lost. Barnhart's bashing it. We're, we're, we've got this. We're, we're in full gear. We were prepared.
0: Look, the press release was great. And then a year later, we were like, none of that was true. We just made it all up. The press release was great. The Vince Tyree oh, yeah. interview about it was great. Yeah. As it turns out, behind closed doors, there was a lot more confusion and I think, I don't know, arguing. Arguing I mean it was a house of cards for lack of a better term. And I think that now they finally have figured some things out at least. That's good. Glad to say they got on board with what they had already said they did. Texas is Trevor really criticizing people for not remembering names? I don't remember what that was what that was in reference to, but <laughs> I mean, whose name did I bash? I don't even remember. This is from three forty, so Texas oh, any good lord <laughs> anyone with a Twitter should look at the video uh videos Uber the hashtag Shanghai and follow what's going on over there. It is terrible. Uh, leave your political stance out of it. It's not humane. And to think the media won't even touch what's going on over there makes me sick. The lockdown of over 26 million people is disgusting. And the only thing you're hearing is Ukraine and Russia. Um, well, there's no way to not make that political, but
2: thanks for the free to bet randomness. There, yeah. Right? It, I mean, It
0: <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it is.
2: Well, did we bring up anything with, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, did I mention how like one of my favorite Japanese wrestlers showed up on AEW last night?
0: Suzuki, by the way. I like that that text came in. The most recent text from this texter was uh, yesterday. Was like, y'all see Pat Bev with the Bud Light Tall Boy in the post game presser? What's he out here trying to prove? Like, well, (laughs) did you watch any of the NBA games last night? Um, no. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to and then I saw the Hornets were getting destroyed yeah, and there was out. no point in turning it on Miguel Bridges got just tossed and got so mad hit, ma-
2: hit the girl with the mouthpiece I, first, I love how like one guy like it's just Miles giving, Bridges by the way one more guy oh, I'm sorry my guy you always <laughs> mess that up which is hilarious <laughs> one of the Bridges I don't yeah. know <laughs> Bridges of Madison County for all I care and what a guy's getting him like the the talking symbol and like Bridges just almost snaps at him and like security's gonna throw the guy out and it's like what did I do I'm just like you can't talk trash to a player or something anymore. Yeah, he
0: and he and also, he tweeted it, out after the game like somebody put me in touch with that girl. It's unacceptable. I apologize, which is fine. But
2: would you be mad? Though I don't know. This, this
0: is here's my old man for the day,
2: or at least for this segment, because I'll probably have more of them as the show goes along. Like if if a, if I get hit, if I'm a fan, like I don't know, as a kid or is it, even as a young adult, if a player hits me with a mouthpiece, I'm like, this is cool. Like I'm not mad, by it. I mean it's a mouthpiece. It's not like it hit yeah. you with a. It's like a ten-year-old girl. With
0: a bowling ball. I mean, it's. it's,
2: it's I mean, it's, come on.
0: Yeah, I mean you can't do that. I don't. You can't. Can't do it. He agrees. Yeah. If I mean, if I was that young, I think I. If I was like ten-year-old
2: six- me, I hit with a mouthpiece. I'd be thinking it was awesome. I'd be framing. Eh. I'd have that on a dresser. I'd be like that was Bridges' mouthpiece when I was at the UK, at the, the Hornets game.
0: Once you got older, it'd be cool. I think you have a different viewpoint. I think you forget. I think this is what just a your stance was when moment. you were eight th- or nine. No, I think this is a parent just
2: looking for a payday, an easy one at that. No, Trevor,
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't throw. You can't hit children with mouthpieces in the stands.
2: Depends the kid. This is not up. a. This is not a debatable topic. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't throwing at her. Well, no, but still, you can't. You can't put. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> what
2: if you you what can't if, risk that. I mean, what if I throw my jersey in the stands and hit somebody? Should, should I apologize for that? No.
0: Texter says, Kershaw was totally on board with coming out, said championship over personal award. I still don't like it.
2: Championship? It's week two of the season.
0: 80 pitches. (laughs) It's week (laughs) eight. 80 pitches. Two innings left. Perfect
2: game. You just won a title, by the way.
0: He also said, and honestly, uh, Texter, I'm calling you out. Your second sentence completely invalidates your first. Mike, try Blippy on YouTube. He's parent tolerable. No, he is not. Who? Blippy. Blippy is the worst. Uh, I think I I'm thinking Blimpies. Stay in that world of naivety.
2: Don't ever learn who Blippi is or what he does. Just like when I learned who Alex Jones was, like a couple years ago.
0: Yes, but on a very different level. Okay. And also, text her if you think he's parent-tolerable. Google Blippi and what he was doing before he became Blippi. I'm like <laughs> very gross. I don't know what I want. Gross stuff. I'm torn whether I should look up Blippi or not. Don't. By the way, speaking of
2: uh, disappointments, Wordle kicked my butt today. Oh, did? Did you not get? Did you get it? I got it four. Suck. I didn't get it. I came nowhere close. Yesterday's gave me more trouble than today's. No, yesterday I got
0: like I think I did yesterday and four, but I missed it. I didn't even get it. Texture says this is Ethan from the student section. Shout out to Ethan Sprouse. What up, Ethan? Uh those dudes look legitimately in all at those at those games in the Yum. You couldn't be more on point. We were talking about the awesome. atmosphere at the Yum Center and how you know you look at you know Williams is talking about the atmosphere at the March basketball game that he went to we figured out there's only one march home game that we had so it had to have been the virginia game yeah. that he attended and, you know we look at that and we're like oh it's it's kind of a subpar crowd we're, we're just happy to be turning the page at the end of the season that's nothing like what the yum center can be but if you're a 17 year old kid from california who hasn't attended many of these you go to a place like the yum center and even though it's half full at best It's still one of the larger, I assume, attended basketball games you've ever been to. And you're in the middle of the student section. They're chanting your name. They've got signs for you. Like that's, it's an atmosphere that still impresses you, even though to us who have seen, you know, 22,000 strong going crazy for, for two full hours consistently throughout our lives, it's nothing like, damn, it's a big deal. And to all these recruits, it's a big deal. So props to the student section for making those plays clearly had an impact. Uh, Texas says, if Clarkson decommits, how screwed are we? Do we lose the majority of the class? Yeah, I mean, yeah. keep Pierce Clarkson happy at all costs. Let's get to January. Let's get him on campus and make that happen. Because yeah, if if we lose him, it certainly sounds like we would lose all the Cali kids. Cali to the Ville would become no more. Texas says with the class that Sat has coming in, Sat can go six and six as long as he does not get blown out by Kentucky.
2: Do I you disagree. agree with that? No, I disagree. I mean, if he goes, the only way, if he goes six and six and beats Kentucky, then. I, I might, again, it all, it all depends how the other five wins came about and or even more so the six losses. But. All right, let's say
0: six and six competitive loss to Kentucky. What are your thoughts on that? S- still. You would well, get rid of them.
2: I, I'm, I'm probably organizing a, a yard sale for, for the Brom buyout, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> just not a contract. Do you know that? Well, yeah, but you don't know. I can I can make a pretty good convincing yard sale.
0: And apparently, that buyout talk. Multiple people texted in when we were talking about it. They the one million dollar buyout number for Jeff is is accurate. That wasn't just somebody joking. It's a low buyout. Well, see, he he's smart. He, he got the extension knowing that still. Yeah, I'm tr- trusting the text line there. I can neither confirm nor deny my, myself. Okay, but six and six with a competitive loss. I mean, this is the like that's the grade A, extreme unavoidable most awkward situation possible scenario. So
2: we've gotten to a point where we're, we're questioning and are debating whether we'd be satisfied with a competitive loss.
0: This is what a historical class a does, though. A
2: competitive loss.
0: Best recruiting class in the history of the
2: program. Not getting a win. A competitive loss.
0: I'm with you. That's sad. I'm just saying it gets... Okay, well, here's the deal. That's sad. But look <laughs> at what the alternative is. If we're 6-6... Six and six, And we've just had another very meh season. And we're losing Malik Cunningham. We're losing a lot of our offensive production and our defensive production after this year. That's why it's not a bridge here. I I agree. (laughs) And we're not replacing them with the best recruiting class in the history of the program. And we're going back to where we were in 2018 where a coach is going to have to come in here and try to convince some of the guys to stay and not enter the transfer portal, which is harder now than it was when Satterfield first got here. And then also... Just fill in gaps with JUCO transfers and FCS transfers and low FBS transfers. Like we're, we're starting completely over. I trust me. I, I would not be happy. I would be. It's tough. Again, just win eight games. That just. I. It's like the Chris Mack when it was looking bad in 2021, and I just kept being like, just make the tournament, Chris. You you don't want. We don't want to deal with what might happen if you miss the tournament. We now know what happened when we missed the tournament in 2021. Sat, win at least seven. Just get us to eight wins. Eight, eight is ideal. I just want to do to Will, eight or more.
2: I just want to do to Will
0: Levis this year what they did to Dave. We're going his senior year. Well, yeah. I mean, or, I mean, Will Levis did whatever he wanted to to us, and then let us know about it. It would be nice to. I I want to tackle Will Levis this year. Let's start there. Getting getting him Dave Ragone is the next step. I I would like to not let him run unscathed into the end zone every time that he takes off from the pocket. That's baby steps. <laughs> oh, that's right up there with. I'm hoping for a competitive. It just sounds so depressing to say. It does. It does. So and hopefully we don't have to talk about I mean, it. Hopefully we get there. Texas says Louisville just needs to beat UK and make it to the Liberty Bowl. We go into the Liberty Bowl. That thank we you, in the Liberty Bowl. Oh um, yes. Are we gonna win this thing? Hell yes. Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> I need I need John Hill's jacket.
0: Texas says seven to eight wins and beating slash being competitive with UK are a must for Satterfield. Losing to Air Force has also still left a bad taste in my mouth. I think that like the Air Force thing plays a part in it, but that's kind of piling on the the Kentucky blowout is the biggest thing that's lingering in everybody's mind. It would have been ex- it would have been one thing if we'd gone if we'd won at least a couple of those games that were it felt like we. Blew them in the fourth quarter and gone eight and four with a blowout loss to Kentucky, it would still suck. But you could, you could justify it a little bit. The fourth quarter, not winning a close game against anybody besides Central Florida, and then getting blown out by Kentucky, and then getting beat by Air Force, all of it just, just piles on top of one another. And I think the UK one is the biggest one. He I'll say it, and I know I it pains me to say it as much as it pains you to hear it. He needs to at least be competitive with Kentucky this year. That's as low a bar as I'm willing to set, to set right now. Yeah, he needs to be competitive. And, and, but I, sh- I don't,
2: I, I don't want to go into it. We shouldn't be. And, and, and despite the way the last couple games have ended, we, you don't mean to be going into the game going, I'm just hoping to be a close loss. You, you, you should go in expecting to at least have a chance to pull off the upset.
0: Like, close to win. You'd hope. I mean, we were favored in last year's game, for God's sake. Thank it's, you. It's not like we were 20-point underdogs who just happened to get beat by and 51. I'm sorry.
2: Listen, I know, TJ, you're listening. Nick, I know you're not. You only just texted yesterday because of softball. And Scoots, you're Indiana fans, so you can stay out of this. TJ bullied him in texting. I <laughs> think yeah, he did. He probably did. But listen, there's, I don't care what you say. Compa- you The talent level is not the difference in the scores that have been the last couple of years. Now, does that not mean that Kentucky's talent level wasn't better and that he should win? I'm not going to argue that a little bit. But the fact is, is that they are not the the, the gap that have, we've seen in the last three years or so. Oh, I agree with game. you on both points. And because of that, then, you, then there is no reason that you should go into next year's game with just the sad and utter pathetic – a, a mindset of I hope we're compet we lose and we only we only get beat by a small margin. I agree with you on all points. That is just sad and ridiculous. I
0: think it's as much as it pains me to admit. I think we can all say Kentucky talent level has been above Louisville's the last few years. I mean, it's above. They've it, been better teams, but the margins are unacceptable. No, they, they shouldn't. They should never be in a position where they can name the score against us.
2: I mean, Louisville was much better than them, and the, the, the one Lamar lost here, and they, we lost the game to him. Yeah. I mean, that Louisville team was. More talented in the UK and probably should have blown out UKs. They Lamar did in his other two games.
0: Yeah, one of the things that makes the last two losses even more painful is when we've been so much better than they are than they are, which has been several I mean, times majority, since, the, since the, series the series resumed. Yeah. Like we have been favored to beat them by double figures a lot of times. It feels like it feels like we have not beat them down the way that that they've been beating us down. Like there were a lot of, I think about Teddy's last year where he's the Heisman favorite and or one of the Heisman favorites. And we've got a great team. We're preseason top 10 and we beat him like 27 to 13. It was just like you know we just kind of eh, like we control but the you know, game but we just don't blow beat them down. But well, you had know, one. Well, it was the 06 ch- game and it was still 59 to 28. Well, well, Charlie
2: didn't blow out anybody personally, so I mean you can't really. play control bowl way.
0: games, like yeah, Miami, yeah, the
2: one, yeah, the, the one example. He's like, I'm out of here. Let's <laughs> let Teddy let him rip. I'm like, why
0: weren't we doing this
2: for three years? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we, got like, we got three NFL wide receivers on a roster with Teddy, the first rounder on top of it. It's like Jeremy Wright, 35 carries. Yeah. That's what we got to do Jeremy here. Jeremy Wright's the b- b- primary offensive weapon for some reason. But, I mean, no, but, you know, I mean, we had the 28 nothing, which could have been a lot worse, obviously, when you take a knee at the goal line. and uh, What was the final score in the, uh, well, I guess 06, that was the, the Michael Bush injury year, right? Injury year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then we blew him out. Yeah, and that was with Bush being
0: injured in that game too. Yeah. On top of it, all right, we got to go to break. We talked at the top. We'll take a more text. We'll what is this? Oh, uh, Trevor criticized your mom for not knowing the Ninja Turtles names. That's what you. That's what that text was in reference to. Trevor really criticizing people for not remembering names oh
2: okay well that was
0: just... she just she knew Krang, but she didn't know Splinter I That's think you, I think you were more surprised that, mom, that Virginia knew... would know one and wouldn't know the other yeah one. I mean he... my mom Virginia okay I was gonna I, I know it's confusing
2: honestly I forgot your mom's not call mama Rutherford. I forgot her name was Virginia
0: too. the original <laughs> VA um, let's take also texture does say something that I want to get to after the break um, a certain somebody who Ooh, certain somebody. had a indirect relationship with UofL, but a large impact on one of the all-time Louisville football moments passed away yesterday. I want to get to that in hour number uh, three, which is coming up after the break here on 1450 and 961, The Big X.
1: i'm feeling sad and new you went away now my life is just a rainy day and i love you so how much you'll never know you gone away and left me lonely untouchable memories oh, this, seem to I don't know keep haunting me now the so true
0: That once
1: turned all oh, my gray skies blue
0: Trevor, very smooth today now R&B classics Yo, this, like, this, this one's an under the radar one and Yeah, I've never I heard this Here we
1: go, come on, up, here. here we go, here we go oh. I'm soaked with love All my thoughts of you so
2: the shy. Now that
1: you're gone I just don't
2: what to do. Voice Man. It's actually a band called 4PM. I should have played this at 4PM. Uh, which stands for 4 Positive Music. I don't like anything about
0: this. I'll be I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't like the song. I don't like the name. I don't like what it stands for. I don't like how happy it's making you. You're way too into it. Oh, I
2: love this. This is one of my favorite songs. I love this song. This song is actually called tsukiyaki It is a very, very popular Japanese song. And this band decided we're going to translate it to English and redo it as an R&B song. Okay. And so this is that's that's what we, we even got the '90s guy talking. Okay, I'm, I'm, let's move on. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, is... I'm I'm
0: done with this. I'm over it. I'm over it. You suck. I don't like this. I'm sorry. I don't I don't like it. You said you were gonna be surprised if I knew it. You I, I didn't. I was and gonna even. Come in, and I'm not a fan. I was gonna
2: come in there and give you high five. You should uh, I'm, I'm you're gonna listen to this song.
0: I wasted. I lost one high five. I also didn't give this enough attention last segment. By the way, welcome into the the five o'clock hour, the Mike Rutherford Show, <laughs> on your station, the Big X. Karaoke time. Fourteen fifty and nine six one. But Texture said this, and I really I let this probably pass without paying it the attention that it deserved. Oh, good Lord, what did I say? Texas said, I've been a pretty avid listener to the show since day one, and I've heard a lot of things that are a bit eye-opening. But hearing from Trevor that, quote, is venison a baby cow, <laughs> might be my new number one.
2: <laughs> What's... <that? laughs>
0: Different Texture says, can I get the... Different Texture also pointed out the Venison Baby Cow is a top five Trevor quote. What are your top five? I'd have to think, (laughs) wait. If I did the top five Trevor moments since we started the show, I mean, it's not terrible. It's just on the bottom rung of quality. You did love that one, yeah. That's that's up there. (laughs) I think, obviously, the... The the DVD and the PlayStation story to start at five oh five on a I think football game day was was impressive. Well, the fact that that also like it
2: ended with like the owner
0: of the stage station yeah. being here and been, it,
2: uh, that whole five o'clock hour was just like a Hall of Fame hour. It was
0: for yeah. all the wrong reasons. Well yeah. <laughs> I'm try, um Unst the other day was is would be up there. Unst to me an actual Trevor Kelsey quote. Um. There was, I think, there was, no, there was another one. You liked. Uh, There's a lot of one. I, you liked so many the many my rhythm of my
2: madness. I thought
0: mixing up metaphors and cliches and and, and all that is great.
2: But well, what is a baby cow? But it's not venison.
0: What a baby cow's a calf.
2: No, but when when you eat eat, eat a baby cow, like in the is a meal, in, in 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 and that, in that are way, you thinking of veal and baby lambs? Oh, baby lambs. I've been looking for trash bags, Troy, for like a week. I was wondering where you kept those. <sighs> oh
1: <my
0: God. laughs> what would my fifth best Trevor moment be?
2: <laughs> it's random in the middle of
0: a show. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's trash can just got replaced. Yeah. I was like, well, I he's the, very excited about I took
2: it. Did the trash out earlier in the week, and I was glad I couldn't find a bag to replace it. I was like, I was excited to the trash out.
0: I think the the, the fifth would be you thinking that law school was just one class called law and being blown away that I had actual like multiple classes. I I knew
2: it lasted longer than a semester, but I just thought it was just like, you know. You thought I woke
0: up every morning and from 9 to 5 went to school and just took law. Non-stop law. Like tie law. Just learned learned the law. Yeah,
2: like today we're going to learn like, you know, contracts
0: and tomorrow will be, you know. Well, contracts is a class. (laughs) Yeah. Property, also a class. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't just law. Minute, also, in Venice, in like a country. Venice is a city in Italy.
2: Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, not we're not, 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 not. I know it's not where the Pope lives.
0: This is a nice glimpse into my life. I think when like my kids turn around seven, where they're going to be asking these types of questions, and I'm like, no, it's it, they sound alike, but venison and, and the city of Venice in Italy are, are two different things. <laughs> I feel like that's this is, this is nice preparation. You're, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> I feel like I'm. I guess mean, I like another people like Roush and TJ are also new parents. Of Thank you, Trevor, the three years we spent with you on KRC. Oh, um,
0: <laughs> so I, I I want to start the five o'clock hour with this a little bit of sad news from yesterday. When you think of the 2002 upset of Florida State in the rain. I think everybody. Oh no, you're going. Yeah, everybody has one song that comes to mind. Yep.
2: Now and, and, and I, I don't know, and, and you know, I'm not the hippest person. That's the first time I ever heard that song. Same. Okay, I think a lot okay, of people okay, feel good, the same good. way. Good, it wasn't just me because you know, like when I remember when I told somebody, I was like, "Have you heard this Kid Cudi song?" And this was in like 2000, like it's not Kid 18. Cudi. I know, but I'm saying I'm making oh, okay, example. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I discovered like Day and Night in 2014. And was like, this song's really cool. And they're like, yeah, it was six years ago when it came out. I'm like, I've had a lot of times too. Yeah. But like this, yeah, I'll never, I honestly will never forget. I had, I got my tickets from a player in a trade, which I guess I can say it now because I don't think we're getting in trouble, but Roger Clark, shout out to you. And I I remember, I just remember walking in that rain and just had to, I mean, I was a whiskey buzz going on. And that song playing before kickoff, to this day, it gets me, Pumped up, and I can't help but think of that moment. Yes, I know. Yes, that, that's the song I think of. Yeah, should have played it, I guess.
0: Yeah, we. Re- I mean, everybody thinks we ready. Yes, and Archie Eversall was the artist, the rapper.
2: I even knew who was by Archie. I didn't know the last name though.
0: Yeah, I think I think I always just thought, thought Archie. Yeah. growing up. So, did I. and he passed away yesterday. I saw that. I was,
2: I was sad. I was uh, that. Actually, me. I saw that. I, I even went back and listened, watched the video, and listened. You know, I don't go past the opening you know chorus the actual rapping part i never actually got that far to the song but i mean that's gonna be forever one of those songs it's i don't know i don't know if it's other uh, how many other schools play it i mean i'm sure maybe there are not acting like we're sandstorm or anything but it was more us than anybody i feel like it is our song like it's like i guess kentucky has their waka flocka dude yeah. And you know, for whatever reason and I don't know why if how Archie, who's from Atlanta, got connected with us, but
0: I think it's just one of those
2: great. It like, just deals. came out like right at the right time, maybe, and
0: because they you know Kentucky does the the Grove Street Party song, the, yeah, the, it's walk the and party, walk. It's a, and it happened just like one night where they kept playing that song and people went. It's the the perfect song at the perfect time. I think it was when they played South Carolina one time in, was, like it okay? a night game and people were going nuts, and so that just kind of became their thing. And sort of the same type of deal, I think, with Louisville, like they played yeah. that song. And I'm like you, like I hadn't maybe it had been played at Cardinal Stadium before then. I don't remember it. I don't remember it either. I just remember it being played all that night and people just going nuts and losing their mind. And from that point forward, that kind of became the song. I mean, we, And we've been using it a little bit more in recent years. And we should
2: use it every year.
0: We should. Especially this year. We're dedicating the 2022 season to Archie Eversolte.
2: That, that song should be played at the beginning of every home game. Because, ca- I mean, if you remember, I mean, that song's blaring. Wee- I mean, I'm, I'm getting pumped right now a little bit just thinking about it. And then they, they kick it off, Broderick Clark, who I just previously mentioned, returns it to like the fifty yard line. And we open up yeah. the game on, on you know on the fifty in a short field and I mean from there it was just a beautiful night. I mean I stormed the field, I brought down the goalposts. Was, I'm jealous. I was that was just a great night. Did you read the Even details? Even I couldn't find my car for an hour after the game.
0: Did you see the details about how he died though? Uh,
2: no, I didn't. I missed he young. He's only thirty seven, I think.
0: Was there's he? there's no way that's true because he was in his late thirties, I thought. Is he that young? Yeah, I think mean, he. song came out in 02.
2: Yeah, but he could have been like a teenager when it came. He's pretty young. Was he the, that young? I think he was young
0: in the video. Double check it. He. Oh my god. He. He's like he's almost exactly a month older than I am. Yeah, July 26, nineteen eighty four. So he would birthday. have. So he would have been what? Born in Germany.
2: Really, uh, he's got to be a, a military kid. Uh, I mean, because Robert Griffin Jr. was born in Japan. The uh I think I, I did, can't forget that I never knew it. You didn't know that. Yes. No. You didn't know that? Yeah. Robert RG3 was born in Japan. Um Dominique Wilkins was born in France. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. so on and so forth. I guess he I guess he was young. I mean he'd probably what, 18 37. But when that song came out, I guess he'd wow. been
0: It was twenty years ago, so he would have been seventeen. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's wild. But so I hadn't seen the details. And apparently, like the news I guess just started spreading yesterday. Cause that's when I saw it. That's when I think most people saw it. He got – so he was shot and killed by his brother.
2: Oh, that's how he, this is how he died?
0: That's how he died. But the oh. shooting happened on March 25th, and he died on April 3rd. So and he, we just found out about it yesterday, which seems – all it all seems strange. That is weird. Yeah. yeah. but And his brother now has been arrested and charged with aggravated assault and, and murder. I didn't know that's how he died. That sucks. But Very sad. Terrible.
2: How did it take us 11 days or so to – I mean, there's – There's people who have have less, I mean, I know he's a one-hit wonder from 20 years ago, but I mean, I see guys that that within minutes of their passing that have have not even a a smidgen of the success on SoundCloud get like trending that have died on Twitter and right away. I mean, I'm not saying that's a good thing that they pass and they're returning right away, but. It's like, how did it wait that long? Come on, dude. Archie, I know. That song's, that song's iconic.
0: But what was that? I, I say we, we I to... saw yeah, I saw Archie
2: trending and I, I clicked on it and that's what came up last night, and I was the same way. I was like, man.
0: We need to play it every game this year.
2: I mean, no, it should be it should play to be, I don't know. Now I take that back. Should it be saved for only big games? This year maybe set aside because of his death. We'll get six. Just play it every
0: game. Yeah,
2: you're probably right. Let's just do it every game. Um every at, at the beginning of every half. Game and halftime.
0: Texture says, me pumped up." Now I'm wondering what Trevor thinks Venetian blinds are.
2: <laughs> Wait, aren't these Venetian blinds that are behind us?
0: I think I think that's right. Did I get it right? Also, is veal, veal, veal is baby cow according to the text line?
2: Thank you. Okay. I had, what's, I was, what's the
0: What's the baby lamb thing where they starve them?
2: I thought that was that's that's veal. They starve a baby cow, and they like they won't let it stand up.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. But I thought there's something with baby lamb. Lamb chops. Is that mutton? I thought mutton was just like normal. Land. No,
2: mutton, I think. I thing I think of mutton is like a Jerry stuffing it in his pockets. What's the? The what's dog's chasing him down the street. That foie
0: gras, too, is the one where they like stuff the, the goose like make it throw up. Say what? Foie gras. Oh, I thought, you're, like I, thought you were, I thought you were describing the vampire. <laughs> I,
2: whatever his name is. I
0: apologize for calling you out. Now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you should. I do. I, I do. I feel terrible. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to react to this. How dumb am I? Yeah, it's weird. What happening? happened I to me? thought you were right. I thought I was wrong. So did I. <laughs> what world are we living in? Um, Texas baby sheep is lamb. I, I know what a baby <laughs> 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 I know that. I'm trying to figure out the food, the meat.
2: Well, wouldn't it just be called
0: lamb? But then again, why would But, but you- lamb is mutton. Is that baby lamb, though? What, what, are, we, what are we doing? See, I'm sorry.
2: I, I get where you want, want to call a baby cow. I get where you call baby cow veal because no one wants to eat something called baby cow, right? I mean, that just sounds...
0: Yeah, starved baby it was, cow is not yeah, going to look great on a menu. It, 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 with
2: barbecue sauce, it just doesn't look great. It has, doesn't have the same ring to it. But even if it's a baby lamb, just calling it lamb, I mean, it's, that's, that that doesn't make anybody. I mean, it's not great. Unless you're the girl from Jurassic Park. this poor Archie. Come on. Does might make a bad joke. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. The guy just passed. Come on. Too soon. Well, actually, actually he He made the ago. joke, and then he said,
0: too soon. Yeah, too soon. What well, it has
2: been three weeks now, I guess, technically.
0: <laughs> but. Seriously, I want to be excited about this recruiting class, but I'm worried we'll never see it come to fruition. I feel like you're kind of on that boat, too. Like, you're excited about the fact that we have a top five recruiting class at the moment. I am. But you're very much paranoid that I, – I won't even say, like, a couple of these kids you don't, don't sign here. But, like, you think this is going to fall apart.
2: I don't want to say – I'm not saying I, I think it's going to fall apart. I'm just saying I'm not – I'm not, I'm aware that the possibility is there because I don't know. I just, I've, I've watched Kentucky fans do this to themselves so many times over so many years. And now the difference slightly between us and them in this scenario is that a lot of times when they would get pumped over their recruits that end up never showing up to their university, a lot of times those were guys that they kind of caught under the radar before they got the offers from your Alabamas. Yeah. I.e. your Mac Jones. You know who was the Kentucky recruit commitment, and then went to Alabama when Alabama suddenly called. But I don't know. I still. I mean, I. I it, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm pumped. But I'm not like letting myself get too wrapped up into it until I do. Yes, see these kids on campus. Um, I think that's fine. I, I think that. Plus, also, let's not forget. I mean. Four star is awesome. I loved it, and it's the, the the notion of getting a recruit at that level is great. But the last time we got someone else at that near that level turned out to suck badly, and that's Jawan Pass. Yeah, he was, he was he was a four star recruit. We got him over Alabama.
0: Well, I remember, we've had other four star
2: recruits. since No, then. well, well, a quarterback we've had very few and far between. I mean Teddy and Lamar. Lamar was a four star. Lamar was borderline three star.
0: Teddy was a high four star. He was. I'll I'll let I'll Teddy panned out. So that puts us at fifty percent. I think Juwan Past also ended up being like a three star. I know he had the the great offers, but I mean Will Gardner had an offer from Alabama coming out of college, uh, out of high school, did which he? still kind of blows my mind. And so, the weird thing was like the Bama well, fan Alabama.
2: That was that was pre Saban Alabama too though.
0: No, it wasn't. Will Gardner when did Will Gardner when was he a freshman? 2014
2: oh was he who am i thinking of then
0: i don't know um but juan Cantwell, maybe <laughs> juan Pass was a four-star on rivals i know that uh, i don't know what he was on 24-7 or the the other sides but yeah it's if i mean i get it, it Pass was a guy that we were very excited about and clearly did not work out we and had every reason to be excited for him though we mm-hmm. did although i do remember hearing from staff members like the year that he was red shirting like this might not be great like there was not a whole lot of positive buzz about him um, yeah. when he was in practice, and hey, we, we, we kind of saw that play out, which is you know, worked out. Malik Cunningham has been has been good. Where did passing him going Prairie View A and M? Did he play last year? He did. He started. He, did he, just, he was okay. Was that his only year last year with them? I think so. Okay. I think that was it. Uh, so text, was draft this year, maybe. Texas says sheep meat is mutton, lamb meat is just lamb. So it's not just a clever name. What about lamb chops? Is that something different? I think it's just lamb. Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, lamb chops and lamb are the same thing. They just do different names, the same, same material.
0: I think it's – I mean, like pork is different than pork chops, but it's the same animal, same meat, just different part of the, the animal. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Seriously, I have a three-step <laughs> process for recruiting now before I truly get excited. One, verbal commitment. Two, show up on campus. Three, actually show the talent results uh, on field versus P5 schools. Well, it sounds like you just don't get excited. I mean, that's not. I don't think that's a process. I think. I mean, are you, are you excited for is it an increasing level of excitement? I, mean, I guess. A year I, approach.
2: I think you should get excited when you get where we're at right now, with even a year away, and then yes, you should. You should get even more excited when they actually show up and sign, and you're pumped. Obviously, clearly, you want them to be productive and and produce like the, their their star ratings do, but I mean. Not I mean, mentioned Juan Pass, but the also had some other decent recruits in the past that have not panned out, unfortunately, for whatever reason. Sure, everybody does.
0: I mean, injury or not, I mean, it's the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, hell, we read the the basketball recruits, the top rated recruits in the history of the program, and like the top twelve, none of them, <laughs> none of them really panned out. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it happens. Yeah,
2: most of them are um, actually done around bad.
0: <laughs> Texas Mike, your go to now. If you don't know the group singing the song, it's shy. The next time I don't know the band, regardless of genre, it's shy death metal gangster rap blues to bluegrass shy let's start something here yeah the problem is it's the Chai new Gangrel.
2: The, the problem is they only had one hit though and you already know it now well, i mean it, it's not gonna stop me from asking Gangrel. by the way he has been on AEW once one time has he really yeah he was when they did a just uh cinematic match with the hardy compound and everything
0: the hardy compound
2: yeah that's what they matt hardy calls his house the hardy compound oh they did like a this like spectacle match it was it was you know, it's okay but he, he had, like, a quick cameo. Uh, but I just can't wait for the day he actually re-shows up.
0: Gangrel? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I mean, That's when I start watching AEW again. I'm, a, you, I'm ready. You're, if he shows up, you're going to start watching every Wednesday. I said again as if I'd ever. <laughs> the only AEW I've seen is the one clip that you, you showed, showed me, me of Orange Cassidy. And you liked him. I did like it. It was it was good. I saw, yeah. I saw the clip of the guy doing the crazy power bomb off of the, the rope the other day. That was a cool clip. It was going viral on Twitter. Uh, he threw a guy off the rope He bounced off And he caught him in one motion And powerbombed him It's cool It's a slingshot powerbomb Yeah Well I've never seen it before It was cool You should see that
2: There was a cool spot last night Where Swerve uh, Strickland uh Jumped off the top rope Basically uh, Bounced himself From the top rope Off of Keith Lee's chest Into a moonsault Into two people Oh my god It was a pretty cool move Yeah it Sounds pretty cool Keith Lee's a big dude though, So I mean it's like, If you're like How did he jump off A guy's chest Keith Lee is, makes me Look like you
0: Texas, I asked more people about the right field song before Ninja Turtles, and so far I've gotten a no on everyone. What? First of all, they all played baseball and we're in our late twenties and early thirties. I like get it. out of here.
2: I like how this text is like a week and a half late on this. So well, bad. he had to go do his research. Okay. Second, I had not remembered it, but when so once you once I brought up the commercial myself, it all came flooding back. Like I, it was like I remember this now. Like I'd forgotten it when you brought it up originally. But not, not, I'd forgotten the commercial in general. I didn't know it was on the Ninja Turtles videotape because I didn't have that part.
0: This guy, somebody has sent, I think, like 12 tweets in throughout the course of the show, and they're all angry. Is he tweeting at the station? I haven't seen it. No. It, it, he's reacting to what we're saying. And he texts KRC, so... Yeah, just judging by all of his texts and the Katina Pal terrible jokes. I'm assuming this is a UK fan.
2: Was he just listening to us getting mad?
0: I guess. Uh, he started off by saying, I feel like Trevor smells like a big old roast beef. I mean, probably. Takes us cut that damn tree down. For Christ's sake, Michael, I'll come cut it down for a grand or for some Trevor weed. Mike what,
2: oh, which one is it <laughs> this, grand the, or a grand. yeah if it's the post we're if it's the latter we might need to talk <laughs>
0: Mike quit acting like your kid is smarter than the rest mine is way smarter dude Ooh, judging by your text I would say no don't <laughs> shots Texas Mike, you let your kids watch all these videos. Just give her an eight ball of cocaine. It's the same thing and way more to the point. You made the same joke a couple of days ago.
2: First of all, you don't give a kid an eight ball of cocaine that don't go to a kid. Just give him a pixie stick. It's the same thing.
0: Malik Cunningham is not a good quarterback. The recruiting changed and this stuff became possible because Katina opened back up for business a couple months ago. this guy know we have a text line? Just, well, he's texting <laughs> in constantly. You, oh, these tweeting. are all texts from oh, the show. I'm sorry. During talking. the show. I
2: thought you tweets.
0: You all are so cute being on the top school list of five stars. All Thank you. I don't know why, but this sports gambling stuff makes me irrationally angry. The hypocrisy is just too much for me to handle and to look past. It's so messed up. Well, we agree on one thing, at least. <laughs> no, I think I like the, the one before that I agree on. I think we do look cute. If Louisville wins eighth, then UK will make the playoffs. It's funny to me that you think you can get blown out by UK for four years and then somehow win the fifth year. Not happening. Well, we've been blown out for two years. <laughs> a Terrible texture.
2: I love the consistency, though. I, I wonder mean, if that's TJ on like, a burner phone.
0: Just reeks of Roush. <laughs> well, Roush is actually a Louisville fan, so he's not. Yeah, he would never say that. Roush is hanging out with Duke right now, just chilling. He's not listening. To the show. He's a dad too. He's yeah. he's not going to rip on other people's kids.
2: He's too busy trying to find a place to to bang the chains. I don't
0: think that person say. actually has a kid. <laughs> and if they do, I feel sorry
2: for it. <laughs> you a kid, you think a
0: kid smarter than yours? No, not even close. <laughs> no chance. No way. <laughs> Texas says, uh, Trevor. I'm mad they took the part out of that song uh, out of Slick Rick's original version of Lottie Dottie. This was a 512, so there's a reaction to the song that you just played. The Slick Rick?
2: This song I just Lottie played. Lottie Dottie. We Lottie Like to Dottie. Party. We Like to Party. Yeah, that, that's not what I played. I played a song called Tsukiaki by 4 p.m., which is a remake of a Japanese pop
0: song. Texture said, the other, another texture said, I only know that 4 p.m. song from Snoop Dogg's Lottie Dottie. Did he sample that? Apparently so. I didn't know that either. I didn't know he sampled it. There you go. Yeah,
2: I learned something new every day.
0: Uh, let's go I want to look
2: it up, but I'm going to break. I'm looking that up. Yeah, I, look I gotta, it up. You're, you're clearly thrown here. I can't listen to it on the air. I know that if it's Snoop Dogg and uh, something tells me I don't need to be listening to that on the air but that, blindly. Mm. What are you getting shacked about over there? What are you What are you Googling?
0: um you're distracted by something i can tell yeah what are you reading oh the same guy takes it back now he said the blowout started in 2018 well it's still not four years in a row <laughs> you've only won three games in a row because we didn't play in 2020 because you guys were scared so <laughs> and the year before we won by 37 so 27 bad at math sorry <laughs> i'd forgotten we well the, the 2018 i think I, I forget because we weren't trying at that point vince tyree led the damn team on the field and tutu atwell started a quarterback <laughs> I'm not counting it The hey. last two Completely valid We Is that got our asses kicked as another kicks.
2: Quarterback of ours Going in the second round <laughs> 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 can, can we claim that We talk about thra- quarter- they traded up To take him We talk about Quarterbacks getting drafted We've had Brownie Nagel In the second round We've had The Fours in the fourth round We've had So and so in the sixth Hunter Campbell in the sixth Braum in the second
0: 2-2 outwell. Throw him in
2: there 2-2 Might get drafted Higher Malika Actually will I can't
0: believe He started a quarterback In that game I forget he started I remember running out there I'm like What are we doing
2: I had forgotten he did because honestly, there's everything after that Florida State game. Still, is just I've tried to black out of my memory.
0: Do you remember when we got down, I think, thirteen to nothing, and Malik Cunningham had like an eighty-five yard touchdown run when they finally put him in at quarterback? Yes, right before halftime, and we and, and we, we were like uh,
2: overconfident, like we're in the game. No, that was like
0: first quarter, and then it, it oh. very quickly went away. And I was like, "We got to leave. I don't. I, I can't. I can't watch this."
2: Oh no, no! It was the Sats' first year. We're, you're we're, thinking of the Javy and Hawkins run. Uh, Hawkins run, yeah. yes,
0: yeah. Sats' first year. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes, you're correct. All right, we're, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, I haven't talked about this yet. I did tease it before the start of the five o'clock hour. Players in the portal that I'm very interested in. Not sure if Kenny Payne is, but. It's a big-time name. Let's talk about it after the break. Uh, and also a couple of other guys that Louisville has reached out to since we went off the air yesterday. We'll mention all that and take more of your texts at 502-414-1450. Final segment of the show coming up next here on
1: 1450 and 961, The Big X. you, here, here. you away my tears. The sun would shine. And once again, you'll be mine, oh, mine. you you took your love away from me Ah, baby You took your love away from Last night You were so into it You told me secrets that You never told us So you were so nervous and Yet
0: oh so comfortable It's not shy Do you not know this? <laughs> I don't know this song I, I think I've recognized One of the songs You've played today Early 90s R&B Before like 95 is you know, Or I guess 96 She's just too young this, for me I
2: thought this one Well, you knew, well, you knew, you knew next
0: I knew the hook From the last song Because I guess The Snoop Dogg I was like I was trying to think Of like the it's uh because I was like I know I've heard this but it sounds different, and it's because apparently it got sampled on Lottie Dottie. But but it, was, line. but
2: it was but it was that was the, apparently from what I learned of the break that was taken. It was they, they weren't it's the now out. to it. Yeah, so now if you buy it, it's been taken out. Yeah, do you not recognize this chorus?
0: No, no. This is as yet, by the way. As yet, I remember that I remember the group because it was Az. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yep. And they had one. I mean, what was the song that I would know? What's the famous song by As Yet?
2: Oh, this is this was their because they were around for a it. while. Were they the one that were? I think they were the one discovered by oh the cover you know? of Hardest. I'm sorry, that's what it. Oh is. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I, did, I forgot they did do that. Yeah, and the other, do you remember? I guess the only other band. You, well, you didn't recognize. You didn't know Soul for Candy. No, I thought. Well, I thought you would no. know. I thought you would have known. them. no. So or Soul for Real, Candy Rain. I mean, I'm sorry, Soul for Real. And then the first song was uh, someone knocking the boots. That's H Town. I don't embrace Brace H- I didn't know next. Yeah. the song of all the ones. I had one other song lined up. Do you know who 112 is? Oh, of course. Okay. Then you would have known Cupid. That was the other one. Oh, I love Cupid. Oh, do
0: you? Cupid doesn't <laughs> lie, but you won't know unless you give it a try. I get, they also sang I'll, I'll Be Missing You with Puff Daddy. I believe. Okay. So 112 was the one that was like Eminem's group, right? No, 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 no. Or is that as yet? D12 was Eminem's group. 112 was Bad Boy Records. It was like the R and B group on Bad Boy. There was there one of these two groups, whether it was
2: As Yet or Cupid, were like discovered by Eminem, I thought. I think they both predated Eminem.
0: I told you I love you. great song.
2: Oh no, this is, You should have played this. Well it was this or As Yet and I was just kind of put the coin on it. And what was As Yet I thought you knew both of them.
0: Alright um, I'll I'll go
2: after this one for you. It, it, that
0: works. I like that. Let's talk about the. I, I teased this a big time player entered the transfer portal while we were on the air. Uh, it's a name that Louisville fans, I think, should be familiar with. If you weren't familiar with him before this season, uh, you became familiar with him in November. Antoine Davis, the son of former Indiana head coach Mike Davis, who has, I mean, put up massive numbers for the last mm-hmm. four seasons. He broke Steph Curry's uh, freshman record for most made three pointers in his debut season. He led the nation in scoring. A year later, he dropped, I think, 27 on us in that game in November, which was far too close for comfort. Uh, he has entered the, the NCAA transfer portal and will be one of the most heavily sought after, after players during this offseason. And not sure if Louisville will get involved. Would love to see them get involved. If LL is in fact going to be playing the point this year, it's a hell of a two guard to have next to him. Wouldn't be bad. And man,
2: he I mean, would he be okay coming here and not getting the shot quantity that he and Detroit though because he's not getting it here
0: I'm going to have to assume that he's willing to put aside his usage rate for more team success because you know, he's played at Detroit for four years they haven't been good in any of them I think they were ineligible for the postseason entirely his second year they had the the uh, ARP uh, APR they didn't have the scores high enough to qualify for the postseason play so they didn't even get to play in the Horizon League tournament that year but if you're making if you're a player who's I mean he's basically been able to do what he whatever he's wanted to for four seasons at Detroit not just because his dad's been the coach but because he's been the best player by a f- wide wide margin if you're making this move now you have to assume it's because you want a taste of what college basketball should be for a player of, of your caliber you yeah. you want to have a high level of success I you want to play that. in a big time conference you want to play in nationally televised games throughout the winter and eventually you want to play in the NCAA tournament
2: also if he if now we're we're talking about him entering the portal, not Louisville being connected with. Them. Right, we have
0: no idea who's reached out because just happened. If Louisville
2: does have a connection with them, that gives us a little bit window and maybe the inside of what kind of offense we're going to see from Kenny Payne. Yeah, I and mean, I would think if I'm if I'm if I'm Antoine Davis, and I agree with what you said, like I, I'm willing to take a step back and maybe the the mass amount of shots I have been taking in my career, but the style of game I have is still. It's not going to change, and if I want to go to somewhere where I have a shot at playing, I'm thinking his style. You're going to an Arkansas or an Alabama, maybe, you know, that type of up and down, fun, shoot the ball. And if Louisville, if he does show interest in Louisville, that gives me kind of a glimpse. Maybe to think the pain selling him on an idea of running an up and down, fast paced offense.
0: Maybe I mean he's not the best athlete. He's I mean he's. He scored on us a couple of times off the bounce. That's not his strength. I mean, he's he's primarily. If he played in our system, I would be willing to bet he's going to be like a, a Noah Lock upgrade, a, a more of a catch and shoot guy who makes most of his impact with a three point shot. That's kind of what he was at Detroit anyway. Um, and if you can't get to the rim at will in the Horizon League, it's probably not going to happen for you in the ACC. Yeah. The as far as like potential suitors, I've got no idea who would reach out and who would be a leader. The one thing that I you can say is. Before he went to Detroit, before his dad got that job, he was committed to Houston to play for Calvin Sampson. Not sure if that comes into play. Well, that just pretty much tells you everything I just said is full of crap. I
2: mean, just, that's the complete opposite of what. Yeah, It was a long time ago. That was, doesn't that was 2017, <laughs> a
0: long time ago. Who knows what's changed since then? But uh, he is available. If, if you're looking for other guys that, that we have reached out to now, the big one that came out after yesterday's show was um, Kendrick Davis, who might be the best available player in the portal right now from SMU, averaged just shy of 20 points per game last year, shot 38% from three, um, has heard from everybody in college basketball, according to Jeff Goodman's tweet from last night. But Louisville has reached out to him, so they are in there. We talked about Janai Broom from Moorhead State yesterday. Mm-hmm. Goodman actually ranked today his 75 best current available players in the portal. He had Kendrick Davis at one, who we've reached out to. He had Janai Broom from Moorhead State at three, who we, we know we've reached out to. I would love for us to reach out to K.J. Williams from Murray State. Not sure if that's going to happen. He was the OVC player of the year. Uh, but he's number five on that list. The kid that I think is going to wind up going to UK, the Norshad Omier from from Arkansas State, who played under Mike Bellotto last year, is number eight on that list. Um, the other player that we know Louisville's in the mix for is Sean McNeil from West Virginia, who cut his list to six this week. Um, speaking of shooters, he's another guy who's going to be just a big time
2: shooter. Is it me or did you just have you named like at least three kids, one from here and the other two that played college ball in the state? Yeah.
0: Morehead Murray, it's three and now mcneil who does, played does a lot for the basketball in this city, high school ball here he is number 29 on that list so there's some names out there now if you're looking for the louisville guys who have left this program and are available three of them make goodman's list of the top 75 players uh, who are currently available on the transfer portal would you care to venture a guess as, as to who is number one on that list and this was made before sam williamson um committed to smu i mean by the year- your guidelines there, I would guess maybe Sam Williamson? No, but he's on the list. Okay,
2: <laughs> way well, you made it sound, it's like I would guess he's number one. Uh, no, but I, I would have said Noah Locke, probably. But I had to make a guess.
0: I would have guessed the same. He's got Dre Davis at 55, who's the highest rated out of all the Louisville transfers.
2: Okay. I, I think each of Louisville's transfers, though, is more of an... They're, 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 they're niche players, To depending on how where they go, I think should matter how their impact... I don't know. I guess it's hard to rank them that... Because they, they're niche guys. I mean, Davis sure. is a hustle guy. That's sure. the Defense and hustle guy, you know, where he's going to go. Purdue being you another know, with the name we've heard the most about. You know, Noah, Noah Locke is a, a guy that's going to be, you know, a catch and shoot guy. Can maybe come off your bench, maybe, you know, one every four or five games, give you a nice little bump off the bench, Benny Johnson style. I mean, Sam Williamson.
0: Well, he's got Williamson down at, at number 68, and he's got Noah Lock at number 71. So. Three former cards. Wow, seventy-one to fifty-five. I was way off on that one. On the list, it, it is sort of. I mean, just if you were doing this list twelve months ago, where's Matt Cross? Not making the list. Not on the list. If you were doing this list twelve months ago, I feel like Noah Locke would be like top thirty. Just goes to show how far his stock has fallen after last year. Like Locke is oh, yeah. is one of the guy is one guy who I would not be surprised to see have a great year next year and make us all just pull out our hair and say what the hell. Like you can see. I can see 12 months from now us looking at his college stats and year-by-year numbers and saying, like, his, his three-point percentage, like 40.1, 39.9, 42.3, like 27.8 or whatever it was at Louisville, and then next year he shoots 42% again from three. It's going to be like, what,
2: with the U.K. with the Baker kid that went to Arizona State? Yeah, Jamal Baker just became like the, the
0: assassin they wanted him to be there. Yeah. Even though he, he couldn't make, well, he couldn't play either.
2: He struggled. Well, he struggled too. At every, I think he, well, he struggled at the end. Of, I think he got hurt at Arizona State, but yeah. He started out so hot, was put up like 25 a game and stuff. Um,
0: Thornton's next line, 502 414 1450. Uh, Texas Trevor has been busting out some boner jams today. Oh, Is he yeah. trying to tell us that he bought a couch with a fold out pen?
2: <laughs> Is there no, any couch
0: update? Uh,
2: no, no couch has been received no. yet. Uh, trust me, when it comes, I'll let you know. Um, but no, it was because yesterday I, I pulled, I pulled out the shy and well, yesterday's theme. You never got, you never we, was short and show. So I think it was the theme there, Well, the theme was just 1992. Oh. I don't know why I just went, uh, why did I go? To 1992? I don't Oh, I don't remember now, but that was just the theme of all songs from 1992. And then, so it just got me in the, you know, listen to that, got us in the, the groove of kind of some R and B nineties groove. And thought I'm still on 90s R and B today. All
0: right. I'm with that.
2: So it's a general theme, not anything specific.
0: Uh, two people, I said this is from the four o'clock hour. Cal Daniels is who you were thinking of, ah, the Red player. Thank
2: you, thank you, Texas. That was going to annoy me. Even Understandable
0: why you would say Cash Daniels. Both yeah, K A, and then Daniels.
2: You don't remember Cal Daniels? I don't. He wasn't. Uh, I don't know why. I just had a had a button with his picture on it. So I thought he was. <laughs> That's awesome. What <laughs> <One of> those <laughs> random things? Because like we, you know, my grandfather, and me. I remember my friend Jimmy, who used to go life trips with me. I grew up next door to me. Uh, you know, he's you know my grandfather giving us like you know. 10 bucks each and telling us, you know, go to the souvenir shop, get what you want. And I remember getting like a mini bat and a button with his picture on it. And I was like, oh yeah, this guy's good. And I didn't think he was that good.
0: Yeah, it happens. Uh, you also had some support for your, yes. thank you. <laughs> your take that uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Arby's is the most versatile fast food restaurant like, out no, there. I
2: called it the, the, the cheesecake with a drive. You called it the cheesecake factory <laughs> of drive through yeah. restaurants,
0: which I pushed back on. And I made a reference to the fact I was like, they don't have pizza. Indiana Larry says they actually have pizza sliders.
2: Yes, they do. He's a good call.
0: Damn. Uh, I've been wrong a lot today. You're at
2: Arby's. Listen, don't don't, don't mess with me, man.
0: Texture says, also, their turkey sliders are surprisingly good. They are. Arby's had that Diablo sandwich for a couple months ago, and it was the best fast food thing you've ever had. It was spicy as hell, too. Bring Uh, it. Texture's, come on. They got my Arby's back. Texture says, Arby's absolutely introduced a venison sandwich last year. Look it up. Did they really?
2: (laughs) See, look at that.
0: If they did, i tell you what. For the second time today, I've been horribly wrong, and I'll take it all back. I hope they did. I think they did. What do you know? Arby's had a venison sandwich in 2017. If it's meat, they got it. They've had it. Apparently, they were criticized for it. The second the second result is why Arby's was criticized over its venison sandwich. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I ordered love venison,
2: it. It. but I mean,
0: I, I mean, I only get I apologize. It's the Arby's most versatile fast food restaurant on the market.
2: I've had their turkey there, which is good. Their roast beef, obviously, is is, is the bomb. Is the kids still say that? Uh, and their chicken bacon, right, their chicken bacon Swiss sandwich is just so good. Oh, their court, oh, their on blue too. They got a cordon on blue as well. The reason
0: we're discussing this, by the way, is Trevor has brought Arby's into the studio for his launch three days in a row now. It might be for tomorrow. Don't be, don't be judging me. Based on the tone of your voice right now, I'm thinking it's going to be. No, I don't, I don't go like.
2: I will say this is a weird thing of all my love for Arby's because I mean. I've said it before. If I ever changed my name like Prince, it would be to the Arby's logo probably. i not a big curly fan. Fr- fry fan. They're
0: great for like four, and then they get, yeah, you get tired like of them you really quick. Yeah,
2: and, and they used to have homestyle fries that were just so good, and they got rid of them. And no know Texans are going to be like, well, they've got their crinkly fries. They, those, I've had their crinkly fries. Maybe the worst fries I've had anywhere ever. Their crinkly fries are they're disgusting. They're disgusting. I'm with
0: you. Texas said, well, hold on. The texter who started the show by saying, I vote for no Jurich talk this day, let's be positive, responded then two hours later by saying, so what is Virginia's opinion on Jurich versus the fan base? Uh-oh. You, st- you, you tried to break your own rule here. Come on. We,
2: we, we've, only talk, we've only said his name twice, and you, all, both are because of you.
0: My daughter loves Tom Jurich. We're feeling sad and blue. She loves Louisville Athletics even more. <laughs> no Tom <Trump> Jurich day. <laughs> she's never known. She she wasn't around for the Jurich era. She doesn't know any better. No, she doesn't. Texter says the KFC Yum Center is a half mile from Indiana. If someone really wanted to approach players to throw a game, do they really think people are incapable of walking across a bridge? There is a- or texting them or sending them an email. Oh god,
2: there's even a walking bridge. It's it's
0: it's uh, I I can't get I'll get mad about, if we talk about it again. I'll get, I do I'll get love that pointed
2: pointing that out something we didn't even think about. Yeah, you can basically I mean, I can go from my house in the East End of the across the bridge in Tidy. Well, and also
0: like like throwing games <laughs> with sports gambling being legal across the country in, in, in so many other states, like this like that possibility already exists. If somebody wants you of to course. throw a game, like you can get in touch with college athletes pretty easily.
2: They were th- here's the news flash. UK was shaving points and throwing games back in the '40s, and I don't even think Vegas had sports gambling back then. It's
0: such a hollow excuse. <laughs> I mean, all the excuses are hollow, but whatever. Texas, says you can't win less than seven games with Malik Cunningham coming back next year, no matter how bad that defense can or will be. That offense is too experienced to not be able to win them seven games by themselves don't challenge with them. the current state of the ACC. Don't, don't, make that, don't challenge them, Texas. Please, just, just just get a seven <laughs> or eight, just, at least. Make this easy on everybody. Don't even make this a conversation. Do, Have a successful you, wh- season, then we'll get excited about the recruits, and we'll get this thing rolling. Will you change
2: your perspective on between six, seven, or eight? If we get to the season and we w- underestimated maybe how good a well, I like, kind of like this year with Wake Forest, how they were better than not thinking anybody really thought they would be. Even though we should have beat them, still. Like if you see an NC State looking really good next year, or like I'm not Syracuse, I doubt, but you, 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 I don't no. know to the point I'm saying no, like I you, won't. that won't change your perspective. No,
0: because we should be those teams. Okay, we should be we that. Should team. We Should be that team. Okay, so we should team. have like if somebody's going to if Clemson's going to be down again, there's no reason with what we have coming back why we shouldn't be right there. With the other teams in the Atlantic. You yeah, think Clemson's going to be down again next year? I'm saying if.
2: I'm, okay. I'm, well, I'm, but I'm well, I've already you.
0: established the Clemson era of dominance is over. Oh, yeah, it's that's done. Right. That's right, Dabo is. ruined it. Which, by the way, did you see Dabo once Pissed? again? Oh, God, I forgot. Once again making all these comments about like NIL and stuff and, and why, how much he hates players getting paid. Even if you believe this, which he clearly does because he's been talking about it for 10 years, maybe shut up <laughs> if you <laughs> want to get your program going again. He made the comparison to... You know, somebody was like, do you think that you deserve to be like the highest paid employee in the state of South Carolina and the players who, who play underneath you like make nothing? And he was like <laughs> – he's like, well, first of all, Nick Saban and I, like we're both – we're old. Like, like we deserve – he said basically I deserve every penny I, I, I make and then also said well, he does, probably. the pilot of a Delta airplane doesn't deserve to be compensated the same way that a baggage person does. Essentially saying that, like, Trevor Lawrence but, is, is a baggage claim person? I mean,
2: I could see – listen, I'm not saying that you shouldn't make more than the players, but
0: – Sure, but you can't I – mean, To a, say that Travis Etienne analogy. and Trevor Lawrence yeah. have done nothing – have had as much reason for your success as a baggage claim person has for the success of a flight going from point A to point B without issue, I think is a a poor analogy to make yeah. and also one that does not hold up.
2: What would be a better like, – okay, if, if the coach is – Pilot. I mean co pilot seems too easy. Would you go Stewart's? Maybe uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think what a player would be. Definitely not the baggage guy. I mean, you might as well just say he's the one on the, the tarmac with the little arrows pointing you which way to go.
0: That was a moron. That's
2: the long that's 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 it. That, that that's where it gets to. <laughs> he's bringing back the old testament of anger.
0: Texas said would it be smart to burn this recruiting class to the ground by firing sap for a lackluster season? Uh, you gotta I'm assuming this would he meant wouldn't uh, you got to take momentum into account good recruiting means good momentum. I'm okay with five wins this season if it means we have great recruiting momentum It's definitely an awkward situation though.
2: would 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 just would letting go of Satterfield not the entire staff but maybe just Satterfield would that burnish recruiting class to the ground because you yourself earlier said that you know one of the big things in bringing in Clark was the you know nil deals that we've offered him those are going to be there whether Satterfield's the coach or not good thing yeah, I would think. yeah correct i mean
0: i think the staff though like they okay, that's are why i
2: said not the whole staff there are certain people maybe you might want to keep in a lower level that, that have connections with. well
0: them. i don't think you can fire scott satterfield and keep Pete thomas why not i just don't think it would happen like he thomas is too loyal to satterfield okay
2: well that's i mean that, that's thomas not wanting to stay though you could still fire sat and want to keep Pete thomas i though,
0: think right? if you fired sat pete would leave Pete would leave, and I think people would follow him. Okay.
2: That's what I'm saying. Now, you can still fire Sat. Maybe here. I'm wrong, but that's just my guess. That's okay. That's different than saying you can't keep him, though. You could fire stat and be like, we want to keep you. It's a matter of whether he wants to stay or not.
0: Seriously, I feel like Kamari lands committed to L originally only because of NIL. It would make sense. I mean, the, the fact that he stayed... Is that a bad thing? No. It, it... <laughs> it's
2: like, it's like it's something like we should be ashamed of. <laughs>
0: I mean, NIL has changed everything. Like, and I think that the evidence in that is... Kamari Lands never seemed to waver, even when like, like Chris Mack was the interim, and when or when Mike McGeese was the interim. When Chris Mack was fired, when we didn't have a head coach, period. Like he's been like, yeah, I want to go to UVal.
2: It's like Bill Gates only got to sleep with a supermodel because he's rich. Yeah, so
0: Texas Jeff Brown will kill it with Pete Clarkson. Yeah,
2: baby, Texer, tell him
0: Texas Satterfield's recruiting is like me turning in a paper at eleven fifty nine that's due at midnight. It does kind of have that feel to it. It's <laughs> a good call. Texas, what year was the Liberty Bowl and the day before game? Sunny in 75, the day of the ice storm and blowing winds, interstates closed, horrible, I froze my bleep off.
2: Well, that would have been, you sound like you're describing the 2001 When
0: I think that's right. Um, okay, we, we've talked. Uh, apologies to the text that we're not going to get to, including we didn't get to the. A lot yesterday either. I know. What you, hey. People keep texting that it. way. It's, it's a good thing that we can't get to all these, including like the 17 ones that we have left that are all about Arby's or Taco Bell.
2: Ooh, and I'll have to go look at those on the
0: You're going to have tomorrow. to, you're going to have to, you'll look at, I'll leave them unread for you so you can go look at them and what they say. And I'll reply possibly. We'll make that happen. Tomorrow is going to be Friday. I think we're going to have Keith Wynn on to talk about this recruiting. He can sh- shed more light on just how big of a deal this is and maybe make Trevor feel a little bit more secure about all of this, happy about all of this. We I, We need you to, you gotta stop thinking about the worst. We gotta get this PTSD out of your brain your brain.
2: I bet Keith knows Sukiyaki.
0: I bet he does. Uh, everybody enjoy your Thursday <laughs> like nights. Kids, he knows Sukiyaki. Everybody enjoy <laughs> your Thursday nights. We'll see you guys tomorrow at, at uh at three o'clock. R.I.P. RT
1: Eversol. Oh, dance. Oh, dance.